Today's guest is Rowan Cheshire. I like to call her Cheshire Row. She is a retired ski jumper. She is a influencer and now currently a PT. Yes. In Area 51. So yeah if anyone's interested <laughs> yeah for anyone who was on that whole facebook group raid area 51 please don't raid it people have jobs <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah so how you been ro how you been i've been good thanks good. cracking on trying to keep busy in lockdown and stuff but yeah. it's been good it's been fine coffee's kicking in now definitely needed it yeah yeah i needed the energies <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to start off by asking you about your skiing career. Mm. Now, what 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 got you into that? Because it's not like we're we're not in the snowy peaks. Why? What what got you? You know, down with that to begin with. Mm. How old were you when you when you started? So I started when I was ten years old, wow. and my dad used to ski when he was younger, just doing you know like family holiday ski trips and stuff. He was in the Scouts and stuff like that. And we used to drive past Stoke Ski Centre all the time. And yeah, I just decided to take me and my siblings one day and we just fell in love with it from the get-go, went on classes and started going every single weekend, really. So Is that the one, is that the one in Waterworld? You know, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. Opposite, slope. yeah I went there. there to learn how to, to yeah, snowboard. It's, it's really good. God, yeah. if you fall over, it hurts, if you fall hurts, over. hurts like a bitch, but it is Yeah, because it's like yeah. a big brush, isn't it? Yeah, basically? yeah, it's horrible. I've broken my thumb many a time there, but Shit. it was a good time. So we skied there literally every weekend, like bless my dad for driving us. Um, all the time, but well, where um, did you live? All Sager. So quite a, quite a trek then. It's about fifteen minutes. Fifteen fifteen minutes. Yeah, it's not I must too be going bad. The wrong way to all yeah, you must be. <laughs> Down yeah. the dark paths. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, so it wasn't too bad. And then we saw all the kind of older kids doing the freestyle stuff, and we decided, oh, that's something we really wanted to do. So once we got quite high in the com- uh, competition side, the like ski classes, um, my dad enrolled us onto a camp and. It, just kind of snowball from there, really. Did you get it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, pun intended. Snowball. Yeah, yeah and um, found out about camps all across the country and started attending those. And yeah, then it became like an Olympic sport. And the coach that was coaches at the time in these camps um, got progressed onto being the Team GB coach. And he just kind of brought all those kids up with him. Oh, nice. So that yeah. was perhaps like a bit of serendipity as well, really. The fact that he got into yeah, the, yeah. The, the GB team. I wonder maybe necessarily if he if he hadn't have got in, maybe you might have been maybe you might have well, not have gone that, was, down that path yeah, maybe. It was a bit of I suppose it was a bit of an accident. We never intended to kind of be like professional athletes or go to the Olympics. It wasn't an Olympic sport at the time, so that was never really the goal. It was just kind of compete at X Games, do tour and all those kind of competitions. Mm. And just go on a season or something like that. Yeah, it was just kind of little kind of little dreams did and, your um, brother and sister also like really get into it as much as you did did they did they yeah, go so, with him as well to yeah the my brother training? Uh, my brother did and we went on camps to switzerland every summer and one year he had a really bad accident and fractured um his leg but literally split the bone down like straight through and ever since that it's just not really sat right he's had pains and stuff yeah. so he has skied and he still enjoys it but i was the only one that took it to that kind of level yeah so from 10 years old how long are we talking before you not become professional but to a point where people are recognizing you and you're like yeah, I'm yeah. Good. I'm, or even up to a point where you're recognizing yourself i'm good at this like mm. I, I could take this even further like how what was how many how many years do you reckon that took you 
I think I got my first sponsorship when I was 14, 13, 14. Wow. So it was really fast, like a really fast turnaround. Cause I think we learned to ski in the first year and then we started freestyle. So it was only two years of doing these camps and stuff. And then um, I became professional when I was 15, when I actually started getting paid. Did you, did you know, did, did it, was it, did it feel, did it feel like a natural thing for you? Did you, did you ever struggle with the skiing or was it almost visceral? Was it like, I was born to do this? Did it feel that kind of way or? I've always been into sport, so I, I suppose it felt natural, but I've never really given it that much thought. It always felt like I'm just enjoying this. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to spend my time doing. Yeah. And But I've always been into sport when I was younger, like rock climbing, um, like skating. Uh, football as yeah. well so it was just kind of enjoyed the sport and just went with it really and yeah I did get to a point where this was kind of like this is what I want to do and this is the lifestyle mm. for me yeah because I've, ne I've never really had that with any any particular subject you know how kids go, go through a yeah. lot of phases I always feel like and I'm still in that mode now where I'm mm. like experimenting, right, experimenting like yeah. life is an experiment and I'm just like oh I enjoy this now oh I enjoy this <clears> and I feel like I'm almost jealous in a way of people who find that one thing when they're very young and they're like, this is what I want to be, this is yeah. what I want to do, because it almost cuts out a lot of all the questions you ask yourself when, you, when you're not really going towards any particular path. Mm. And it's like, it's a real struggle to almost filter through like, well, you know, I like the gym, yeah, but then again, I don't want to be everything. in there all day. I like eating, but I don't want to eat all yeah. day. You know, I don't want to be a chef or, and it's, it's I suppose it's what you can do in the day for like six to eight hours that you're really gonna that you're gonna enjoy or yeah. not want to kind of kill yourself afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even in that process, it was an accident. It's just purely experimenting, doing loads of different stuff, even the stuff that you didn't think you'd enjoy doing that like when I first started as an athlete um I just wanted to ski that was it didn't care about school I did fairly well considering I didn't study which I kind of kicked myself for yeah, yeah. um but that's just what I wanted to do and through that I got introduced to the gym which I hated to begin really? with I actually hated it like I went once I didn't believe that no I did I went really? that's I went surprising. once a week when I was in high school that because I had to because they had a coach that I needed to show up for yeah and um yeah it wasn't a thing until I had a few injuries or something like that that I actually found the love for that and the benefits and I'd had some uh, like struggling with mental health and everything like that that I actually found the love for the gym and that was obviously purely kind of an accident that I fell, fell in love with that yeah. and then everything just kind of well what kind of what there. kind of stuff did they did they have you doing so you're you're a you're 15 you're, you're Olympic was it 15 when you started going to the gym I think or 14 14 so yeah. what and I can't you, you said that you didn't like it at first what kind yeah. of stuff were you doing that you didn't particularly like in the gym at that that age um i think just because it hurt and it was hard and then you get to that age where you just want to do stuff that's easy and you don't like almost doing stuff that you don't enjoy and working stuff yeah. in a way if that's the right word to say um were you getting doms were you just like were you yeah i was I, I threw up every single time <laughs> i had to go to the bathroom every single time because it was yeah. early in the morning i struggled to eat breakfast yeah and i just throw up every time and i hated that i felt sick um we just did ve like very big movements it was always legs so it's like squats deadlifts Core. And you love all that shit now, don't I you? I do, I love it. Yeah, how the times change. How, I love that sick are, feeling. Yeah, like, doing legs, I'm just like, going to throw up, trying to hold it down. I think it's because, it's because you know in your head that, yes, it hurts and it's painful, yeah. it makes me feel that sick, but 
I'm going to feel so much better. You're going to reap the benefits exactly, from it. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And like the endorphin rush and just the feel-good factor and yeah. mental health, I think. Yeah, like, definitely. I have to go to the gym, otherwise I'm yeah. a horrible person. Otherwise. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Which kind of segues into my next question is, compared to... Well, actually, no, let me ask you this first. What, what was your day-to-day routine like as, let's say, a 15, 16-year-old athlete? Yeah. You know, what time would you get up? Would would, would you have like a, a special ritual? Was it Monday to Friday, or did you have time off? Mm. Can you give us a bit of insight onto like yeah, how defi- that, that was? Definitely. When I was time? when I was younger, I first became became a professional athlete. I was still in college, so the time from at home was very different to when I was away. Um, so if I was on a ski trip, um, it would be early mornings. Would be up at six, seven, get onto the hill, um, ski for a couple of hours, ha- have a break lunch and stuff and then go out for another couple of hours i would normally finish skiing at around probably two one something like that early finish yeah fairly early because we'd be up so early up there and um it really depended on the place as well like sometimes it's really warm and it's good vibes so you just want to stay up there as long as possible so would you always have to go abroad in order to train yeah yeah so you, you never like you wouldn't go to the Stoke Slope to, to, to train. No, no. Like <laughs> yeah. I think after a couple of years, I haven't really been back there only for the odd like little yeah. session and stuff. So it was always away, always to the States or New Zealand in the summer and Switzerland and stuff like that. It was, was that difficult being away from your family for such long periods of time? Or? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I definitely got homesick. I, I got quite used to traveling all the time and I actually really enjoyed it because my ski family are like my family like um we're competitors but we're also super super close so it was like going away with your friends uh, which was really good all the time um how long how long are we talking how long um like what would be so if you were if you're working up to uh, to a competition or something would you be three months abroad or would it be like six months how 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 long would they It it would normally be for about six weeks at a time and then come home for a few weeks then another six weeks yeah. and then when it was competition time it'd be like two weeks here two weeks there um coming home maybe for a week in between but just going from place to place yeah. um but during the winter months it was six weeks in each place and then in the summer we'd spend like a good portion of time in new zealand or switzerland like that it was only for the competitions it was kind of dotted yeah. about a lot of the time yeah, yeah. yeah so i spent majority of the year abroad really it was only a couple of weeks here and there i was back home yeah was, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, it's difficult to maintain friendships more than like the family side yeah yeah because i was just thinking then when you said about the camaraderie between the you know that you mm. i mean you are competing with with all these people as well but also the the relationship that you have with all these people because you're all in it together mm. you're all training i imagine same times probably eating similar kind of stuff and you're all focused on the goal yeah. but actually i suppose being in that that environment really pushes you to brings out the best in you as well mm. oh yeah definitely it helps you grow up as well especially when you start off as the youngest and they're all older than you and all kind of have their shit together with it all and go into the gym it makes oh the different ages as well it's not just like one age category no 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 it's all different ages oh wow Loads so what was ages, what was yeah. like so let's say you were like 15 16 how old yeah. was like the oldest um, person 25 wow, 26 damn. yeah they're all like early 20s yeah there was obviously people might like a couple of other athletes my age but it was such a small community there's only a couple of us really yeah yeah crazy yeah crazy i just i, I don't baby. know yeah I, I i do think that perhaps something like that maybe maybe not on yourself but like maybe on on someone else who was very very close with a family mm. i think having those big stints of time away from your family would would definitely have, a, oh, have yeah, an effect definitely. at a young age so. maybe maybe not so much less like the 25 year olds yeah they're probably like yeah i'm glad yeah it's fine see you later yeah see your mom yeah. see your dad I th- yeah i think it can take its toll and i think 
the first couple of times I went away, I think it definitely was tough. But I was such close friends with these people, so it was kind of it didn't affect me that much. And I think it's such a big learning curve and something you kind of had to do and you just grow from it and you gain so much confidence from traveling by yourself at such a young age yeah it makes you so independent yeah which is I yeah think, great yeah yeah no it's, it's interesting so i just going back to your to your routine so monday monday through did you have a day off when you're away uh we'd have days off but it was never really like a day of the week it, we would always try and follow the weather so like the good ah, days right, okay. we'd definitely try and ski we'd look at the forecast and Never be like right we'll that. set that day as our day off because the weather's crap yeah or if it was a competition you can't really control what day that's on so we'd kind of organize the training up until that so you'd have some days off before and yeah. then you'd go into the training for the comp what if it's that. what if like it's like the perfect the perfect storm, storm. and like there's never a bad day, day. when do you, you, pick you the just day gonna off have first? to pick a day off <laughs> yeah just kind of pick it out of a hat yeah, yeah. oh shit okay yeah. so or if you're sore you know judge you but like listen to your body yeah if you're struggling and you're sore or you're tired and you could go out there and hurt yourself really badly so it's better to take a day off then and come back fresh than yeah. hurting yourself and... so would you have just like let's say one day off a week of training yeah or two uh, yeah two one or two yeah, days. one or two days yeah like i said depend on the weather and stuff but i think we'd really try and have two days yeah 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 to recover i don't know why but i always feel like with with olympians and stuff i mean the way you've described it it seems manageable but i don't know why but i feel like when you're when you're at that level i thought it'd be like oh man we get up at four and then we train for three hours in the morning then we have breakfast then we do three hours <laughs> like before lunch and then we do three hours like after lunch yeah. i don't know why i thought it was it might like be that. like that for like i suppose <clears throat> more of the athletics of like football or whatever like that i think because it was such an extreme sport it your body just gets like nailed yeah. like all the time so actually having that downtime <clears throat> is as much as important as sometimes the training in the gym and you've just got to kind of prioritize that over tr the gym sometimes and mm. having physio having a rest day looking after yourself um is more important sometimes than just looking like you're a good athlete and training, yeah you know going on and how many, how many calories are we stuff? talking about here to be to, oh to god be an Olympic skier? i mean if you, if you could have a guesstimate what would you say it would be i mean you're young anyway so you probably were burning calories yeah, like no tomorrow uh, I can tell you what I'd eat normally. Mm. I don't know what the calories in it. We can have a guess. Yeah, we can have a guess. So I'd have oats in the morning, overnight oats with banana, raspberries, um, honey. I'd have that. <laughs> and then I normally, I'd have a very voluminous dinner. So it'd be like stir fry, but with like quinoa. So like just loads of veg just yeah. whacked in there with quinoa, like a massive mound. Um, lunch, I don't know really what I'd have for lunch. It varied, like a sandwich or something. Was it frowned upon if you had cheap foods like a Snickers or a donut or does it not matter within, within, within really reason part? if you had a bit of a treat like at the end of the week or a hard train that like it's fine like yeah. one fine but if you start kind of cramming in the pizzas the donuts and the chocolate bars all the time <laughs> yeah, you're me. probably gonna get told like you probably shouldn't be doing that I need the calories yeah. <laughs> but sometimes like a chocolate bar full of sugar like after you're training and stuff you probably need it because it's so cold as well you are burning so much energy yeah um i was used to come back from the trips quite like shredded because you'd be going to the gym training yeah and <laughs> yeah, walking like even just walking up the hill and um at the altitude the amount of energy you're just burning because it's harder to just breathe yeah <laughs> definitely definitely yeah. i didn't even think about the actual the just wet, the whole process the, yeah, yeah like keeping your body warm it's like the michael phelps even just walking diet. down the street with kit sometimes is hard like yeah i've had time off and i've tried to walk with my kit and they're like <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, well, the Michael Phelps uh, 
well, I don't think it was a challenge, but I, I, I remember reading in an article once that he had like 14,000 calories a day. And I was like, this doesn't make no sense. Like, why does he That's have obscene. like this much? But it's because when he's in the pool, his body has to acclimatize to the pool temperature, right. which burns extra calories. Yeah, so he's doing yeah. the swimming and he's doing the temperature control. And that sounds like yourself where yeah. you're in a cold environment and you've got, you, obviously you want to keep your organs warm to yeah. make sure they work. Yeah, so, of course. Yeah, I was probably eating quite a lot. I never counted them. I was kind of intuitively just ate. And because I'm quite interested in fitness, I'd always eat well. And I kind of, you get to know your body, especially as an athlete, when you've learned so much, you kind of learn like, okay, what's good for me? What should I eat then? How much of this? Blah, 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 blah. blah. And you kind of know you're going to burn it off. Like I could probably eat a, a hell of a lot of food and still be fine because yeah. I'm just burning it off so much, but never really counted it. Mm. It's only when I stopped skiing that I kind of started counting it really. So would you eat, like, if it was me, if I was an athlete and I knew that, like, right, that isn't going to make my, my stomach funny, would you eat the same the same set of meals each day? Or would you vary Yeah, it? no, I'd eat the same set. That's what I'd eat, A lot yeah. of, like, um, obviously mixing it up here, there and everywhere, like, and if we went out for a meal and stuff like that, but I'd always stick to the same thing. I'd just buy mm. a load of veg and stuff like that. I'd normally stick to kind of either the stir fry, salmon or chicken, veg and rice. Yeah. Very simple. Yeah. But... It's good. But it some works. soy sauce on there and you're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what about alcohol? Were you allowed to have alcohol? I know, I know you were like perhaps underage at the time. You don't, you don't need to incriminate yourself. Right? No, it's fine. I'm not going to. I'm open. I'm an open. Um, yeah, we were allowed alcohol. Not. Um, <clears throat> it kind of changed through the age ages. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying this like it's, <laughs> I'm so old. Well, how old but are you now? Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Yeah. Um, so I. Yeah, got so I think the first time I went away abroad on one of the camp was when I was fourteen, and in Switzerland the legal and still is the legal age to drink non-spirits, so beer and stuff like that is sixteen. Oh, so you like just at the threshold? Though. Yeah, but my coach decided to take it upon himself when me and the girls turned sixteen to say to everyone like you can't drink unless you're eighteen. <laughs> um, but the past years you could go out and it was fine. Yeah, but as yeah. soon as those girls turned, he was like, "Yeah, no, you're not going out." But um, we still did. We and you're bit... like, "Damn, we've been doing it already, yeah. man." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've we been bit... doing it before yeah, sixteen. When, when I turned sixteen and obviously going to Switzerland and stuff, obviously because it's such a low drinking age and you're around older people similar ages and even people from different countries that are in that kind of culture and stuff yeah yeah like we definitely and if you mature to though as well it's gonna make sense like yeah yeah you're spending time with these 25 year old it's like yeah have a drink you know, <laughs> come on yeah why not as long as it isn't um what do they call it test day what's what's the what's the day oh yeah the competition day yeah yeah, yeah. With the te- yeah did you have a drink on competition day no <laughs> I'd never have a drink on competition just, just day. Just du- 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 uh, Dutch courage. Yeah. yeah, it's funny though, because we used to, when we went away, when I actually was legal to drink, um, we used to go out sometimes the day before we knew it was a bad weather day and probably weren't going to ski. Mm. This is when we could recover and not really have a hangover and it would be fine. Um, and But my coach could always judge and we've made the mistake sometimes of going out and then he's been like, yeah, we're going on the mountain, you're training, you're doing this massive trick now. Oh, like, kind yeah, of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, uh, like right a taste of your own medicine out. type yeah. of thing. So like, yeah, if you're going to drink, I'm going to make you, you go I'm out. I'm going to make you go out and just work through this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah which wasn't fun. Oh, but, damn. Yeah. It's crazy. But That's yeah, crazy. as we got kind of older and more serious, obviously, with like the Olympics and training. So I think after the first Olympics, that kind of period, it was a lot more serious. Um 
you can still go out like after competitions and stuff you go and celebrate and like you do need a blowout i think it's quite important oh definitely. and that was noticed like it's not like it was really strict but it was definitely like no random boozy nights before training and yeah stuff like i suppose that. there's so a lot there's a lot of pressure definitely more serious which yeah. is i'm glad for because i got it out of my system then anyway so i wasn't too bothered it was yeah, kind of like course. i mean they yeah, don't they test what they do the other day they're not like it's not like a you know like a breathalyzer. No, no, but <laughs> it's probably not wise. <laughs> dangerous sport. You just end up yeah, yeah, killing yeah. yourself. Yeah. I didn't get the gold because I was fucked. I was, yeah, I was imagine hungover, sorry. I lose my team funding after that. <laughs> Jesus, imagine. Yeah. So, my next question I wanted to ask you. So, um, when did when did you actually stop? When did you stop skiing? When was? Uh, I. St- so I stopped skiing winter of 2018 um, because I had another injury, a head head injury. It was more like a whiplash, but I've hit my head that many times. It was just time to. I think I saw. I think I saw a, a picture of you once, and your face was. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. but I had like multiple after that one, and this was kind of the final straw. I was literally in bed for ten days straight with a constant migraine. Couldn't see, Shit. couldn't leave the house. I was in America. Luckily, I had my friends around me, so it was like wasn't too bad but i was just in bed the whole time couldn't Damn. every time i tried to get up and go outside what was it like a concussion or something yeah it was more like a whiplash thing but obviously hitting my head as well um a bit of a concussion did you have the the helmet on yeah i had a helmet on and it's you still like yeah well your head gets more and more sensitive the more you hit your head and the more concussions you have yeah. so i probably have hit my head um quite a few times in the early days of my ski career but it's not affected me that much maybe that little headache but not yeah. really read into it especially because there isn't there wasn't the research into concussions as there is now um but after my first bad one where i knocked myself out in the photo you saw of my face all mangled yeah, and yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> um ever since then every time i've hit my head a little bit especially quite soon after that one it'd just be a tap like literally like it'd almost yeah. be like a flick and my head would just fall off yeah shit yeah i just yeah, yeah i remember, see, I remember seeing one. that picture man it was like yeah just um probably not the best one for tinder to be honest no definitely not <laughs> <laughs> you know it'd be a test yeah yeah, yeah. um because d- did you with all the with all the, the head trauma and stuff did that did that bring on because I, I i briefly looked at some of your pictures uh, last night on on Instagram, of when you were skiing and you were you were in competition, and I think I can't remember fully. I'm, I'm paraphrasing now, but um, you were saying that you were you were kind of retiring because it, uh, it was having a big effect on your on your mental health and and a lot of anxiety. Does the anxiety come from the fact that you don't want to get hurt, you know, like injured again, or or was it something else? Um, so the the anxiety and the mental issues I had from when I was going through the head traumas, um, especially like the earlier ones, was it was kind of unexplained. It wasn't about hurting myself because I was happy to go out skiing. It was just more really irrational anxiety for no reason whatsoever. And being quite an independent person. Can you give me an example? Like what just what something that would like play out in in, in, um, in your mind? Like if if you were having an anxiety attack or whatever? Um... Like, for instance, like, obviously me being quite independent, I'd go everywhere on my own flights, whatever. I couldn't even catch a train to Manchester to go see the head doctor on my own. My mum had to come with me everywhere and, like, to all my appointments because I just wouldn't go anywhere on my own. Um, it's kind of difficult to remember. It's kind of... Um, I just didn't trust myself because I felt a bit slow and, like, weird. So I started getting anxiety that I couldn't... It, it was just like my brain wasn't kind of connecting properly with dealing with situations or what to do. Do you think that was because situations. of the head trauma? Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah, I think it just was kind of, like just a bit of confusion with like 
what to do in certain situations or like doubting yourself and then that doubt would kind of spiral if you know what yeah. I mean. It's hard to kind of pinpoint because um, I know my friends said I was quite slow when I first got back as well like they'd ask me a question and then I'd just be sat and then yeah, like, like after I'd be like five minute da, response da, 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 and they'd be like we've moved on it's, it's, it sounds to me like a little bit um is like is it ptsd you know what like uh, people who've been in wars and stuff yeah where they have yeah, like of, like trauma uh, yeah. and they have to come back and and it takes them years to really, really like therapy and, and and they yeah. get anxiety and, it, and it, it might not even be something that they're thinking about like yeah. some people with anxiety they'll be thinking about it like oh you know i can't go in there i can't you know and yeah. they're talking themselves but with this kind of thing, sometimes it can just be so subliminal that you're not even aware of it. Yeah. So it was... I think that was it, really. It was just kind of something that was. And I, I, it's hard to remember now, like, the actual thought process, processes I was going through. But... Um... Yeah, are you okay now a... oh yeah i'm fine i'm all good now <laughs> just yeah. get the normal amount of anxiety yeah just nothing... the normal <laughs> yeah the, yeah. the one that we all have like you yeah. know how many how many more selfies do i need to take before yeah, exactly. this looks good and all that kind of stuff <laughs> but, yeah. normal ones i actually wonder like uh like in our day and age now even though we have a more of a stress-free life because there's so much more things you can do and, and be you know you can watch youtube videos you can watch, listen to podcasts you can you can get access to anything yeah. does that give you more anxiety than when you're only given like a choice you know like with, like with yeah, probably before your time but when i was a kid there was only like five channels on tv yeah. in fact channel five just came out yeah. when i was young so the, the spice girls introduced yeah. it and it was like whoa the spice girls <laughs> uh, channel five awesome man and but now it's 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 almost like a, an infinity pool yeah. you can you can almost like just get sucked into anything and, and not even sleep. There's not enough time to digest all the information. Yeah. So I wonder if like we do have more anxiety now because of... I reckon all... so, 100%. Mm. I definitely think so. I think yeah. you just want to be doing everything, all of it. You want to have your like, you know, all the different like little parts. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I definitely think it adds to anxiety, especially with social media because you see everyone else that looks like they're doing better than you or yeah, doing it's not things that you should be true, doing. It? It's and not it's not true. It's no. not at all. And you can read into that and then feel like you should be doing everything. And obviously you can't do everything. Mm. So I, I mean, there's probably people that look at your Instagram and they're kind of like, oh, she's untouchable. She's She gets a perfect shot in every photo. Like I was I was looking at your like a lot of your pictures <laughs> and I know, yeah. I know we were talking earlier about your skin amazing skin by the way <laughs> we're going to talk about the skincare routine soon but um i mean it, you don't i think when you when you're looking at other people you forget to think there's probably people looking at you as well oh and, yeah and definitely. thinking the exact same yeah. thing and you forget about that and i think yeah. people kind of forget that you're a human being too and there's nothing behind those things and they see everything that you're doing on social media they mm. see every emotion which is not true you just put the good times on social media exactly, the majority yeah, of time. Exactly. Like, i don't want really to sat there moaning or doing all the negative stuff well there, that's but... that's what that's why i like this format of podcasting because you know as much as people look great on instagram and everything sometimes it's nice to just see the other side it, it, it almost desensitizes me to to people sometimes instagram does because you're like yeah you know i'm only seeing the good times yeah i'm not getting a full picture of what this person's like and and it makes people unrelatable as well yeah because you can't see the hardships they've been through like you know just discussing now with like your head trauma and stuff i'm sure there's people out there who have been competing and they've they've had similar kind of accidents and they can be like shit yeah that was me i can yeah i can totally relate you know um so yeah um and I know I called you an. Inf- would you would you class yourself as an influencer? 
I've known. Uh, I kind of think you are a little a bit. A little bit, I'd say, yeah. I, I, a little bit. I wouldn't say it's actually my profession. Because you did do modelling for a little while. Yeah. And you were modelling for Superdry. I don't know if you still do that. No. So I was sponsored by Superdry, so I did modelling off the back of them. Right. I'm with a modelling agency at the minute, but it's more... Yeah, like the influencer side of it. I suppose yeah. like when they get in contact with brands and they want you to do social media stuff rather than obviously like... Have you had that experience? So obviously like you work with Superdry. Have you had people contact you and say, you know, hey Ro, can you, can you, you know, sponsor this or could you give us a shout out? You know, we'll, we'll give you this. Blah, blah. Yeah. What do you, what do you call this type of deals? I forgot what they're called now. So a lot of people do either like, so you either do like the collaborations where they'll pay you and the partnerships and stuff like that, or they'll just do gifting or a affiliate marketing, it's called. Where yeah, so you have like a... You have a code and then whoever yeah. purchases off your code, you'll get like a certain percentage or whatnot. Yeah. Do you think it's it's a, it's a worth... Have you looked into that yourself? Was there a point where you looked into that and you were like, yeah, you know, I can make this work. This would be enough for me to, to live on. Or would you not, were you not really like bothered about I go, that? Um, I go back and forth with the whole social media thing because part of me is kind of like I've got a bit of a following at the minute it'd be good to kind of like push that and do all that but then I kind of fall out of love with it at the same time when why you is just, that? you just spend so much time on there and you can pay as much as you kind of say like you can preach like don't compare yourself to people on Instagram and stuff like that you, you do. do when you see it you do you and do. you do want to unfollow loads of people but then sometimes <laughs> it's like it's hard between like motivating and then also like I feel shit now you best not have unfollowed me I don't even know if you're following. Oh, me. I do follow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. Um, yeah, so it's, it's. I go back and forth because you can earn like a decent amount of money from it, but you do have to kind of put your all into it and be on it all the time with like posting pretty much everything you're doing and motivating stuff that people, like you said, where people relating to you mm. and stuff. But sometimes I don't really feel like. Well, it's a full time job, being, isn't it? It's like that open for everyone to see. If you know what I mean, like I'd be open in a certain way but yeah I, I quite like my life as my life and not people kind of thinking they're involved in it that aren't if you know what i mean i think um, so people being opinionated on stuff so you you only show people what you want them to see is yeah that what you're trying to say? yeah yeah i get you yeah. I, I understand that you don't want to show you don't want to show everything no and i think people do social media so so well I just don't think that's necessarily for me. And I'd rather stick to the fitness side of it, but not make that my career and my sole income. Like the little bits and bobs, like from different brands and stuff like that's amazing. Like the little bits of side hustle and stuff. Yeah. And I'll just post kind of what I want to post. And I don't want to feel pressure into posting certain things oh, that I don't see, want to. Right, Do you know what right, I mean? Yeah, I don't I want to consistently post. I want to post stuff that I want to when I want to yeah. without pushing stuff on people all the time. Yeah. I'd rather just be myself a bit more if you yeah, know what so I mean. and like, do the fitness stuff because i'm into that and it's easy for me because i'm in the gym or i'm you know yeah no that, 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 that makes sense i didn't quite understand what you meant yeah sorry i probably didn't articulate no it's fine, well. it's fine it's fine it's fine like, i don't really know what i was saying either i knew it in my head it was, wasn't coming out. <laughs> no no it's fine it's fine but i was just you're right someone out there gets it <laughs> yeah yeah i was just trying to think of some kind of like metaphor i guess it was like it'd be like being it would be like being a meat eater and then saying tell you what these vegan products are so good honestly you don't yeah. want meat in your life and then there's you know there's a steak in the background yeah. it's like i'm not that person i'm not going to promote you this yeah and you can obviously me. choose but then i think that gets to a point where that's the career that you're trying to pursue you probably have to take some things that you wouldn't necessarily want to to earn the money if you want to survive yeah, yeah. do you know what i mean so i'd rather not 
and it's just a bit of a toxic place at the minute i think social yeah. media and i'd rather I've noticed a bit of a, not bit of a be change. consumed in it and my life being broader than just social media i think you're right and i think that's why this kind of platform is is more relatable to yeah, a lot more people, people now and i think people are going towards to this because they, they realize like I think when, when Instagram and Facebook first come out, everyone was posting all the time, mm. nonstop. This is me in the bathroom. This is me in the kitchen. Mm. This is me. No one, and like, it gets to a point where it's like information overload. I don't need yeah. this. I, you know, I've, I've, I know what you look like. I don't need to see you in the kitchen. I don't need to see you in, you know, bedroom number five or whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it for, for why people do it. And especially like if they're, if they're the, not spokesperson, but the what would you call them like the the figure of that brand yeah yeah and um, i think there's pressure as well to kind of if you are in the kind of limelight whatever and the people watching you or you are you are associated with a certain brand or you have that pressure to post regularly especially say the fitness side of it Mm. whether you're doing exercises or just like the selfie stuff like um there's almost that little bit of a pressure to constantly look good or like constantly look in shape or constantly be improving because you are going to the gym all the time and like sometimes you just lapse on it like especially in lockdown like yeah you're gonna drink you're gonna be feasting yeah, yeah, like you can't did. stick with those homework oh, like, yeah, god yeah. <laughs> my motivation just went out the window like yeah, obviously minded, like minded. i stuck to like the running and the home workouts for a bit and then it just kind of goes and you're starting to feel rubbish like even though to some people you probably still obviously look good but yeah. in you you're not feeling confident you're like for in god's sake mind. i don't want to post a fitness thing right now when i feel bloated and yeah minging. yeah no i get, I get that it's it's, it's, it's very but... it's very tough it's very tough um i uh i was gonna say i was gonna tell you what you carry on i'm gonna be yeah, sure. with... <laughs> the alcoholism is <laughs> the al- continuing the alco- past I need, the lockdown I need, I need, i'll tell you what i do i'll tell you what i do do right i, um... I can't drink whiskey oh let me tell you a story story time you can tell you can tell the viewers the story <laughs> while, while so i can't drink whiskey because when I was younger, my dad had a glass of whiskey on his bedside table and I thought it was apple juice <laughs> when I was about six, seven, something like that. Yeah, I thought it was apple juice. Next hit, apple juice, nom, nom, nom. Cried my eyes out. It's horrible. I think it just burned <laughs> inside of my throat. That's it. But I think it's weird. It's a bit like the gym. It's like, even though this is burning my throat, <laughs> I can't even speak. Um, I know that like actually now it's gone down i get this like really warm feeling mm. um and it's the way like i'm not i'm not an alcoholic or anything like that but sometimes this... that's what an alcoholic would say oh thanks bro <laughs> <laughs> no but it's a i use i use it in a sense to i feel like it can take off the edge sometimes it's good in this scenario where you yeah. just kind of chill well, it's like having a glass of wine at the end of the night at yeah. end of the day in it yeah or a coffee you know a coffee will perk you up a coffee yeah, yeah. so <laughs> cheers <laughs> apple juice mm. So, I know I was going to ask you. Right. So, going back to your routine mm. from being Olympics. Did you... I know it's a very personal question. Mm, did right. you win anything, by the way? Did you ever win, like, a, any medals or trophies? At the or... Olympics? Mm. Or just in general? I never, I never well, won... Well, you can... Both. No, <laughs> I, never won, I never won a medal at the Olympics. Oh, um, I placed... So the first Olympics I went to, I didn't end up competing because I had a bad accident. And then the second one in um, 2018, Jesus. That was so soon, but it feels so far away. Two years ago. Yeah, that's mad. Um, yeah, I placed seventh in that one. Which is a lot better than what I would do, I think. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope be. so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah, I won a World Cup 
in I can't remember when it was couple of years before that do you still get a, a prize well. for being seventh do you get like a i don't know like maybe like a badge or or anything no <laughs> you or just like get something around your neck i don't know no you just get a nice pat on the back and a high five like well done oh man i bet you're like fuck you you know i've been here for no, 10 years it's an experience yeah of course, yeah of you always have your own little goals and do you stuff. feel a little bit like because you did it for such a long period of time do you feel like oh i wish i just got one doesn't necessarily need to be gold, but do you feel like I, I wish I got something? Yeah, like, like I had, I always wanted a, like an Olympic medal, but yeah, I was gonna continue for another like for another Olympics, but yeah, you just gotta gotta put your own well being first and like more important stuff. And to be fair, like after all the head injuries, I kind of I didn't enjoy the sport as much. It kind of took yeah. a lot away from it. That the initial side that I got into it for like that fun and like progressive side kind of went so i wasn't enjoying it and there's not much point in continuing and i had other goals outside of skiing as yeah, well and yeah, i had yeah, other yeah. interests that i'd found over time so it wasn't like i was just kind of falling out the sport and god knows what i was doing <laughs> um but yeah like i i don't i don't regret anything at all i'm like really happy and i think i came out of it at the right time yeah um but there is a bit i suppose where you're just like oh what if i wonder but I can't really you can't do that you can't yeah i mean a lot i mean there's probably like you know thousands of people that would even um that couldn't even get to the stage that you got to because it's probably so competitive yeah so like i mean progressing so fast. yeah i mean to to even get on the podium or you know even seventh place is is like amazing really Mm. you know because i am i just i can just imagine all the training and and everything that leads up to Mm. and all the experience crazy (laughs) so from them days is there anything is there anything you do now because obviously you're a pt um you've got your own things going as well on instagram is there anything that you've brought from from those days forward as let's say a piece of it not a piece of advice but stu- um like little nuggets that you've perhaps t- little habits like transferred transferred onto, over yeah yeah, yeah that have, have, have yeah i think th- having routine and the importance of having a routine and like kind of getting up and just getting moving like moving your body that with the gym and keeping active um just for like your mental well-being and just moving and how you feel as well as obviously trying to maintain like your muscles and strength still um i find the routine really important i struggle without a routine um setting myself a plan yeah i can't do it and i have to have my diary and i try and like write things out yeah you like me um yeah <laughs> do, also, you, do you write your calories as well so put in. do you write your calories i try not i've got an app <laughs> I, do <laughs> it in the, yeah. I do it in the app yeah 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 but um i try and just like write everything out like how the days are going to pan out kind of roughly um what else like with the writing out stuff like lists and stuff so with skiing, there, honestly there, there is some honestly bro there is something yeah. i don't know what I it is lists. look at me with a little pencil case <laughs> no. there, there is I, I think it was scientifically proven so let's say you want to remember something there's something yeah. about this about this pen yeah. going to paper and me physically yeah. writing it out, I think it's supposed to help with memory yeah. as well. But I think when but you write, you, when you say write your goals down and stuff yeah, like that, yeah. it's very very important that you actually physically write, yeah, rather than just on notes on your phone. Yeah, because I've got a whole notepads from skiing where I've drawn out a pipe and like done my run oh, really? on there and stuff like with the different different tricks and then like this is a b c these are the different plans like what i'm going to learn on this training camp what i'm yeah. going to learn on that one if that doesn't work out then what's this what's the next plan and also just like 
general lists and getting everything out of I your love head. Lists. I love Honestly, lists. I love lists. Oh, I love a list. Honestly, you should see you should see the list. Yeah, that, like, the... I can't do it on my phone. Well, let me show I you. I have this. to do it on let, paper. Let me show you this. It'll it'll change the world. Um, so don't you use don't you use the reminders on? I have on done Apple? when I for certain things, but I I always use paper. Oh, I have like you? a proper like to do. Oh, I, I do I do both because there's things that I do like during the day, and then sometimes you, there's, there's there's not any no, pa- paper. If there's paper, no paper, I'll put it on my know, phone. But on. I'll always transfer that over to paper. But I've literally on this on this app. Do you ever do stuff and then put it on your list after just so you can tick it off? Yeah, I do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And you know it's just what, like I've, done, I've tidied the kitchen, so I just be like tidy kitchen. Yeah, and, and you know what? Do you Watch know what it. that is? That that's because it gives you, um, it gives you a sense of momentum. Yeah, that's that's why people do that. It's, you're not just you're not alone yeah. in that. We all do that. It's just like <laughs> it's a bit like making your bed. Yeah, you know, it's such a simple thing, but you do it, and it's like yeah. I made my bed. Yeah, I made <laughs> I did my that, bed. That one thing today that I've done, and it's so crazy how that just snowballs to the next into to everything the next, to yeah because it's because it starts being like a little game with yourself and like yeah taking things yeah out. yeah yeah exactly yeah. And it's like oh i made my bed oh i did the dishes oh i listened to a podcast oh yeah. i you know ate really well for lunch you know whatever yeah. but um what i was going to show you was this i mean that this is just so these are these are like all oh look God. at all these lists i've got on here jesus but it's just honestly it's, it's so useful because i've got so i I've got like a day, I call it my daily feel good list. So there's, there's yeah. like a list of things that if I, if I know that, if I do these, I know I'm going to have a pretty a good, good day. day. Yeah. And it's, it sounds stupid, but do the dishes, go to the gym, fill out diary. Yeah. One tumble dry, <laughs> put away dry dishes, scan calories, floss teeth after I eat chicken. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. I know it sounds uh, why stupid. Why just chicken? Well, because I have chicken every day. And okay, it, I, fair. I'm a bit like, quite regimented like you said with Creature the paddock. with the food yeah. so i have chicken every day unless i'm sometimes i'll switch it to scrambled eggs but yeah those two foods seem to work really well for me nice um and then as well i've got like tell you one thing that was really good mm. uh you know like with shopping you know because you probably tend to get the same stuff oh time. yeah rather Just than like, like a... keep making a list like with this, once you've ticked it off, it's it stores. Yeah. So when you're like, oh, what do we need? Just look on your list. White rice, honey, veg, yeah. Febreze, you I know, whatever. Do, I need to do that actually because I yeah. just waste so much very, time. Honestly, channel. very, very good. And yeah. it, comes, it comes free with, yeah. you've got an iPhone, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have free. used the app before, just not probably using it to its potential. Just like the I think other I, thing. I think Like I think mine, on mine at the minute for reminders. I do try and push it on people as much. I don't know why yeah. I do, but. Call Townhouse. That's the only thing that's yeah. in there. Yeah. Call Townhouse for New Year. Yeah. What is Townhouse? It's a restaurant and bar in Nantwich. But I was trying to kind of get a head start in booking New Year's, <laughs> New Year's Eve. So, but yeah, I'm not sure. So, look. what else? Anything else that you've that you you've, you've brought forward from from your Olympic days to the current time? Is there anything like um, actually? Let's go. In, let's go into. Let's go into mental health. Is, yeah. is with with your anxiety did was there any any tips or tricks that like because I, I know for me sometimes it, it, it comes in spells and, and i don't necessarily always feel anxiety but there are times without explanation when i get anxiety and i kind of feel like how do i get out of this yeah uh, and there's definite there's like for me there's like a definite sort of set of tools that i'll use to try and 
get myself to, yeah. to get out of it is there anything like that that you kind of did for um, your head trauma yeah i find like with the anxiety side of it it's very easy to attack yourself and being like why are you feeling like this i need to get out of this like this is why why are you doing that to yeah yeah and then that's a massive spiral then of making it worse and it's you're not going to get out of it so the biggest thing i learned from like the sport therapy and everything like that was to just say to yourself that it's okay to feel that way and like oh it's fine to feel the way you do it's normal to feel how you feel yeah so you just, just you literally saying like yeah literally saying even out loud if you need to to yourself like oh it's completely normal to feel like this you're okay like it's fine to feel like this this is normal it's yeah. okay and then all of a sudden you, you it does let that kind of like oh, like yeah that release. let it out a little bit and obviously it's not going to make it go fully away yeah. but it definitely helps so that was the biggest tip that i learned that's, that's a great tip that's talking. a great tip yeah instead of trying to like make it worse be like why do i feel like this get out get out get out you almost become your own worst enemy yeah and it just all that happens is is literally you're just going around in a circle Circle. why 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 yeah and you're never going to help yourself you're never going to get out of it so as simple as it sounds that was the biggest tip that i think i've taken with me like for the rest of like my career and everything Mm. um have you ever had a panic attack before just don't think so I don't think I no. Have, I have, I have I never had my had first a one the other day. Did where, you? Honestly, oh, no. <laughs> the most scariest thing. I, I, yeah, I've ever, never had one. Yeah, um, I was. It was. It was during the second wave of of lockdown, so mm. that the gyms were still closed. And do you know where Peckforton is? It's actually near to where you live. It's just. Um, Be- do you know where Beeston Castle is? Yeah. Yeah. Right. There's there's a there's a national trust woods around there, and they've got like a really nice. It's an old, like railway track but it was used by seven trent water to transport yeah. water from the bottom of the the um the hill to the top of the hill mm. but it's great if you like the stairmaster like me i love yeah. it so it's a love-hate relationship yeah <laughs> yeah yeah well i mean i've got these massive thick tree trunks in it and, and, and they, they just love it so I, all, all through lockdown i was going there every every two days so i do i do weights one day and i do the, the cardio the other mm. day and I was doing four staircases coming back down. It took me about 45 minutes. So anyway, like in the second wave, I went there. I did two, feeling all right. Came back down, did one more, got to the top. And I thought, I can't, I can't go down the same way. Usually I'd, I'd climb down the steps, which is quite difficult. Yeah. I thought I need to go back the long way around because I'm not feeling, I felt, I felt like, and this is going to sound ridiculous. I felt <laughs> like I had no blood in my body. Right, like I you just drained. Like, yeah, I felt like, um, you know when you get the pump from weights and you feel solid, yeah, you feel like, yeah. oh yeah, I feel good. I feel, yeah. I feel, I felt like just like a loose cloud of skin. Yeah. I just, I was like, whoa, this so is weird. so strange. And I, and I was walking around like, I felt like I was, I was treading on clouds and I couldn't control it. Yeah. And I was like, I've never felt this in my life. This is so weird. So I started walking back to my car and then there was some point where I thought, I'm going to have to like lie down in the mud here. Yeah. Just, just, I'm not feeling good at all. Yeah. And then I carried on, carried on. I thought, no. And I was doing that this thing that you said. So I was saying, why Why do I feel this way? Why, 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 why? Yeah. Questioning myself because I'd never felt that before. And then I carried on. And then it got to a point I was like, literally, my face started tingling. And yeah. my, my arms were tingling. I thought, shit, am I having a heart attack? So I lay down on the floor. And I thought, this, this usually is like one of my tools to get rid of something. Just yeah. lie down, relax, just completely relax and it didn't go away and i'm thinking shit this is this is serious now yeah. this is and i don't know i don't know why why it didn't go away i don't know maybe probably because of the mental aspects so i kept kept on going round and round why why my feet why, yeah. why have i got pins and needles and eventually i was like 
I'm gonna have to call an ambulance here. So I called an ambulance and I had I had my phone on a loudspeaker yeah. and it was like right next to me. And I remember, and I've never rang an ambulance in my life yeah, before yeah. ever. And I was like, hi, yeah. I said, I think I'm having a heart attack. I don't know. I said, I've never felt like this before in my life. And, um, <laughs> and I started crying. Oh, bless you. I was like, no. I think I'm having a heart attack. I don't know what's happening for her. And then, um, and then the, like, luckily, thank God, these two women walked past and one of them was a nurse. Yeah. And then what had happened was, I was starting to get really cold. It was a cold day. So she she got her coat and put her coat on me and I was shivering yeah. and I was crying. I was just like panicking uh, big time. And then when the ambulance eventually came, they were they were totally ruthless with me. So the first thing they did, took my pulse. Yeah. What's your name? Lance Ward. Lance, get up. Lance, get up. And I was like, hold on a minute. I'm, I'm having a panic. I'm, I'm dying yeah, here. Yeah. And weirdly, that kind of... Just that change, change of and, like you have yeah yeah someone I'm, like up. having a go at me because I was kind of in the in the, oh, I was feeling sorry for myself I was like I'm I'm dying I'm dying yeah. I'm not dying. and then for someone to just be like get up you walk into we're not we're not carrying this to the ambulance yeah. it's too far yeah and I was like you know all these thoughts were getting in my mind I was like I pay my tax <laughs> like, I pay your wages <laughs> how dare you? yeah like how and 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 they got me back and and yeah my my blood pressure was slightly raised and whatever yeah. And he said, we think you've had a panic attack. And I was like, I thought that was just like make-believe. Like yeah. I never I never thought that people actually had these things. It was like that bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And now like I really empathize with people that have me. And it's one of the worst things I've yeah. ever experienced. I'm and thankful yeah. I haven't. And it was, forward. yeah, it was just like, whoa. So like if anyone out there has had that before, <laughs> I feel, you know, you've just got to, well, actually what happened was there was like a, a bit of an after effect of that so because i had that really one big panic attack what happened was when i was doing any kind of training after that yeah you I was start thinking, feeling weird. it's gonna yeah. happen again you or... start kind of i suppose like thinking it's gonna happen again so then exactly. promoting it to almost nearly come on or yeah something like that. yeah yeah and you have... i found i found that with the anxiety with skiing because i thought oh i'm skiing again i'm seeing a half pipe i'm seeing it in competition yeah i almost make myself have an anxiety attack because that's you're kind what you of have like, to do that's what you have yeah, to do yeah so yeah talking yourself down in a way yeah because what ha- i mean with you there so let's say you're looking at the half pipe you've probably got the skis on these are all small triggers yeah exactly and you've got to kind of work past those triggers a lot. yeah 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 and then um so I, that's what i started doing i started mm-hmm. just like i thought fuck it if i'm gonna die i'm gonna die whatever <laughs> like you know like the, the, my vitals are fine I, I was wearing like um i was wearing my charge three i was, yeah. I, was, I, was I was like my heart rate's fine i was doing my blood pressure i was like my heart my blood pressure's fine it's just it's a feeling i think yeah you can, yeah I think as you get older, I think especially with people who go to the gym as well, because you're so in touch with your body, it's like you know, oh, my yeah. shoulder hurts, or I've got an ankle injury, or I've got uh, I've got DOMS in my hamstring, or, or yeah. whatever. You recognise things a lot more, and I think when you have something that's foreign happen to you, like maybe, yeah, maybe I was, my blood sugar was slightly low that day, or, or whatever, and I got these tingling sensations in my face. There's, You don't need to then start panicking and, yeah, and asking like yourself why you don't need to go down that path because yeah. there's never going to be a true answer quite quite a lot of the time if you have a heart attack you have a heart attack that's it mm-hmm. you don't need to question it before you have a heart attack yeah <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's just what happened it's like yeah. go with the flow yeah yeah, yeah. so um no i was just, I was just like wondering a, if you ever if you ever had anything like that no i, I tend to get migraines a lot 
Do you still get them now? Yeah, yeah. Do you have to, are you on any like, medication for that? No, I probably should be actually. I keep meaning to go to the doctor about them, but I just take the normal like migraine stuff. Normally if I catch it soon enough, I can kind of get it gone within an hour and stuff. What do you have, like ibuprofen or penicillin? Or yeah, something? uh, blah, 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 blah. what's it called? Paracetamol? No. Um, oh, uh, what's the blood thinners? Blood thinners. What the um, blood called? I'm on blood thinners as well. Uh, I should. I don't think I've actually told you why, but uh, clopidogrel. Clop, clop. <laughs> no. No. Aspirin. Asp- there we go. Oh, aspirin. aspirin. Oh, right. There no, we go. The normal I one. Thought, the no, simple I thought you meant one. the actual, the industrial ones. No, just aspirin. I normally take an aspirin, but normally for downloads of water and stuff. But yeah, I get them quite a lot, which is like kind of similar because your vision goes and you feel all tingly weird. Like I get ones where I lose sensation in my hand, my face, my tongue, can't really speak. Wow. My vision goes fully, so I can't see like Shit. anything. Uh, so so how, that's how, often, how often does this happen? Though? It really depends. So it's weather dependent, light dependent, wow. stress dependent, and obviously dehydration, all that that's kind a of lot stuff. Of variables. Yeah. It's and a how, to, like over like, let's say the past six months, how many of those have you had? six months yeah i'd probably have one a month maybe two so it's quite a lot though yeah a fair few and if i don't catch it like i had one a couple of uh like the other month where i had one in my sleep and oh. i think it came on because i was tightening my jaw because either i was stressed or something so i was locking my jaw and like yeah. grinding my teeth and i, I woke up from it because i knew i was doing it but it's hard to relax sometimes yeah and um obviously didn't treat it because i was asleep i literally was throwing up like constantly the next day Shit. couldn't see or anything it was horrible but i do find like one other thing that i took from skiing to help with that kind of stuff is the breathing exercises Mm. so like kind of breathing in for three and then out for three or like there's different ones you can do and stuff it's almost like a way of meditation but without meditation yeah i definitely need to get on that that train because i I don't do any kind of breathing or meditation the breathing exercise is so helpful because i can get a migraine to go and breathe with breathing exercises especially if it's come on through like stress reasons or anything like that um and just calming yourself down breathing helps massively sleep do you do you, do you follow like a is it like a, a youtube video or like an app that you no, follow to, no. to, to get you or is it just like a you, you can i think they'd be really really helpful mm. but i normally just kind of do it on my own so like three in three out or like three in holding for two or three and then out again in through the but, nose out through the mouth yeah okay yeah so if, if, if i go this way i go one two three hold one, two, three, out. Oh, sorry. I was, I you know you mean, to, yeah, right. you've got to like breathe in for three, hold it for three, and right. then out for three. Ready, or ready. Four. Yeah. Ready? In for three. <laughs> yeah, and if you do that over and over and over again, it's... What? Yeah. You see, no one's ever told me to hold it in for three. I always thought it was kind of like... Just out. Yeah. I, yeah. Why I the pause? I can't tell you why. I learned to hold, like, to hold it in when we were doing it for skiing. Yeah. Um, I always learned to kind of hold it in for a number of amount of seconds. But I'm sure Google has an answer. No, it's <laughs> I'm not really like, sure. Like, I, I, I always do just know it works for me. Yeah, like I have, I have, I have looked at like breathing exercises, but I think, I think maybe for what the, I think maybe they've said pause for one second, but, but yeah, never for three hold. seconds. Yeah. So that's 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 different. Yeah. So that could that could help people yeah, at home maybe. Know. <laughs> and you reckon that can help you through like a migraine could probably it's help with like a, with me with a panic attack as well yeah 100 percent. i think even anxiety and a lot of emotional stuff even just generally stress just pausing for a second and doing those breathing exercises because i know like obviously life stuff can get so overwhelming and i find that really helps just kind of resetting writing everything down breathing and stuff like that really helps yeah yeah definitely oh nice nice i'm gonna have to get to my little uh, <laughs> little notepad 
So, have you uh, have you delved down the property ladder yet? No, I have not. No, are you looking no. to? Um, to be honest, I'm quite enjoying the freedom of stuff. So I'm no in stress. uni at the minute. As oh, well. are you? yeah, wow. yeah, what doing are you online marketing, marketing management, nice. well, sports marketing management. Wow, the full title. perfect for this then. I know. Perfect. Fabulous. That's why you're here. Yeah, <laughs> marketing myself. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm in uni at the minute. So I'm kind of just seeing where things take me. I'm quite liking the whole not being tied down necessarily and just kind of going the flow. Like I don't know. Obviously, finish uni. What I'm going to do? Whether I'm going to work for myself, continue with the PT side, or am I going to get a job, like a job job? Mm-hmm. Um. And then I don't know if that'll take where that'll take me. I might end up having to move to London, Manchester. Um. I'd quite like not to really move to london but i think those days of of people just getting a traditional job job yeah are kind of fizzling out i think a lot of people have seen the power that you can have in doing something for yourself and i think especially now with your with the platform you've got i don't i don't necessarily think you'd have to even go down the job job really no to be fair if i can help it yeah and like the experience and get a bit of money or something like that but obviously with the pt side of things like seeing where that could go and obviously i haven't finished uni yet so by the time i finish uni if that kind of takes off and i'm actually busy and making decent money off it and i enjoy it and i'm working for myself then that actually could be a route to go down and i've already learned all the marketing stuff from my degree as well so that yeah, actually, help, I was, I was really impressed with, um, I think you sent me your website ages ago, yeah. where people can go and, and you give them a training plan and there's videos yeah, on there. Yeah. Is that still open? It's still? still open. I'm not really advertising it, though, just because I don't really enjoy the online side of it. Right. I think once you've PT'd in person and learned the trade properly and you're a professional and everything and you know your stuff, then going on to online or doing both at the same time, it's just online for me, I really didn't like it. I just, yeah. it wasn't the same was it not like people. a set and forget could you not just like kind of have like a set of videos that people could go to and then you could say listen you know if you want to i don't know get ripped or get a big bull yeah. just follow these these steps yeah and then just just message it could me. be yeah i just kind of wanted to do the whole not put too much on my plate at the minute so do the pt side work at the gym do my degree and right. then i can kind of figure stuff out as i go and probably yeah return to that online stuff that's why the website really nice live. it was very it's very, really nice yeah, website. It was a re- it's such a shame beautiful it's design shame. and i think actually you use the the logos on yeah, your youtube used, isn't it yeah and i've used YouTube. the logos now for like my instagram and my kind of personal training yeah branding. i like um, it like it's very 80s just like the yeah, big the cool. big r oh, is in green as well I think. yeah there's like green bits yeah nice. yeah no, i like it's really it like cool. it um but yeah i'll definitely return to the online stuff maybe with a different approach but i just didn't want to kind of shut down the website definitely don't shut it down because yeah. the thing is it's, it's, it's already been indexed now by yeah. google and all that yeah. not that you need the search engines anymore but the fact that it's yeah. it's established yeah and, you know it costs pennies to keep yeah it's not that big a deal i might as well keep it up i just kind of didn't really want people purchasing the stuff on theirs it's not really something i want to do at the minute so i'm happy well, doing i think it in person. you know um speaking from my own experience with with the whole grow taller business um i love it i love mm-hmm. it because for me it's like everything that you'd take that would take me oh god how long would it take me to to try and teach someone everything that i know it would take me like days by just having all them videos online and then they they purchase i don't know a certain product so yeah you know, members the advanced program the monthly program or the basic program and then 
they can go through that system then i don't necessarily even need to speak to them yeah. until they have any issues yeah i think um, that's a better way to go about it especially online to begin with if it's not what you want to do fully like doing the online side mm. because mine were personalized plans for the individual oh, I see. Right, they right, right. went through the website purchased the program i'd get sent the questionnaire that they'd filled out right and then i'd have to email them put the plan together and whatever and like some people are very difficult to deal with over email and um, with yeah. not responding or not staying consistent and at the end of the day doing that you want to help people and you want them to get the results but if they're not into it they can easily just spend that money and you're not they're not seeing you so they're kind of like i don't have to do that and i'm trying to check in and do everything and i'm not getting those testimonials as many as i should have been getting because people just aren't really sticking to it and it's it's difficult to communicate with people on the same level as in person through email and through a computer yeah it's it's fine if you did like the ebook side and just did the the plans like general plans that people can just purchase where you don't have to communicate and i think that might be a route that i might go down I think in the so. future I think instead do, of I think doing do, the pers- i think you do very well in that, yeah i think would. i'd probably leave the personal side to in person in the gym and where i can actually have a relationship you know with that, with that person mm-hmm. um and leave the online stuff to those generic plans yeah but that's something to look to i think you later. could do i think yeah. um i think all you'd need to do is just to cover everything so i think when you said like you were doing customized plans mm-hmm. for everyone a lot of the time i do feel like people go to the gym they do generally want to lose body fat i don't know many people that want to put on body fat yeah <laughs> you know generally speaking uh a lot of people want to put on muscle so there's like a lot of generic videos you could do there that you wouldn't necessarily need to explain yeah and then you could perhaps just customize the very small things but like like for me for example i'll get customers and they're like i'm vegan you know what oh, what, yeah, what are the do, alternatives yeah. for this and i'll be like well you can try blah 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 or you know soy milk or you know whatever and or if or if someone can't get hold of a piece of equipment that I've used in the gym, like we use, there's one stage where we use these things called. Have you heard of gravity boots? Yeah. Before. Yeah. We use them, and in some countries, really difficult to get hold of. Yeah. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> and then you know the customers trying to make their own version of it with oh, the, with, the, with socks yeah. and like I don't know like a coat hanger. <laughs> it's like <laughs> don't do that. Like you're gonna hurt yourself. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I do think that's something you should definitely look at yeah i think i will definitely yeah. in the future just trying not just, overload myself at the minute <laughs> yeah oh yeah of course i think the, the the burden is is the initial i think i can't remember i think i i did it quite quite fast actually but i did so there's 24 stages on my program mm. and i think what what i did was at the time i was just very i was very like very proactive and i was like right i'm going to do one stage a day so i recorded did i did like a yeah. in front of camera so i recorded like everything i need to say did it all in one day so stage one did, i think i did the whole entire course over a month yeah that's pretty good going uh, yeah and like, it's just the initial graft of it all isn't it but then after that you kind of don't really have to do much which yeah. is like a positive but yeah yeah i think that should, that's something you've but it's up to you you know you're yeah. at uni now the world's your oyster do whatever exactly. you want to do you know is, is, is there anything is there anything that uh that rowan cheshire would like to do that perhaps maybe you feel not that you're qualified for that maybe you might have to you might like for me for example like i've always fancied being an actor i've always fancied it i've always fancied i'd love to i'd love to be in game of thrones Mm -hmm. and then what i'll do is though i'll kind of ask myself like why do i want to be in game of thrones because i don't want to be in eastenders like i wouldn't wouldn't feel proud of that it's like it's it's just that program (laughs) yeah it's just that you know something cool it's got to be something cool i want to be seen as the cool character or you know whatever um is there anything like that that you've kind of you wanted to or have you ever wanted to sing or be on like x factor or i don't know (laughs) anything i had a similar the acting thing i was looking into sign up to be a extra 
Oh really? Did yeah, because I, I just I... kind of thought I'd be cool with like Lesby in the background. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, not, actually being, not actually being an actor, well, actress, but yeah, doing the yeah the background extra stuff. Yeah. Did you ever? Um, how far did you go with that? Or was it just kind oh, of no, it wasn't. speculation? I just to the agency. And like, <laughs> no. You got a lot further than I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just had, I did Google a lot. I did. I was like this close to making a profile, but then I was kind of like. Did you go on that? Was it Star Now or something? There's one. There, called... there was one that was just rubbish, and I think they do take the mick out of a lot of the people on there. So I was trying to have a look, but it's not a badly. Yeah. It's not a bad wage though, from what they say. I think as an mm. extra, I'm sure it's at least 120 a day, if not oh, more. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, so, I would do it, but long days. I, yeah, but... I feel like I'm quite busy anyway. So if they kind of come at me with a day and I can't do it, I feel like that's going to happen quite a lot. And I, I think, think you have to be not... dedicated. I think you yeah, have you to, have to be like, have like no... I am an extra. <laughs> yeah, like you, yeah. you can't have your own routine. They'll dictate literally your whole diary and be like yeah. right we're filming monday wednesday th- friday if you're not in row then you're not in yeah you can't do it yeah we'll just find someone else or whatever yeah. i also want to like so you kind of want to get into another sport you know could like oh, really? try my hand at another kind of what were you thinking be a professional athlete a surfer i think that would be me. oh i saw you know what i, I was gonna i was gonna mess i'm not good i'm really not good it's not like i could actually do it like obviously i need a lot of practice and probably live near a beach oh no but, I, um, I, I, I love it understand. it's so good i just love to be in the sea on the beach and like travel for competitions to like well i i, 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 what, know, I was I was, I was I was watching your instagram <laughs> i think it was was it last summer you were with your was it one of your good friends yeah yeah we and went you, to ross niger yeah and you, you were going to like places in wales and you were you you, you were posting it quite actively on we, your we went like nearly every well like every other weekend or so like yeah. judging by the waves like if the waves were good we'd go like yeah. the weekend we've been meaning to go but it's just such a pain with whales <laughs> locked yeah. down and is it cold everything. even though you're wearing a wetsuit can you still feel it? yeah in the summer it wasn't too bad like well it wasn't cold at all we were fine in the winter we've got winter wetsuits and boots and the hats and stuff so yeah, we're yeah, like yeah. little little I've, I've got to come you've got to invite me I want to learn because uh, I know there's a place is it called Big Wave or something there's a place you can learn to surf so is it Surf Snowdonia there's, it is Sersodonia. They've got like the the artificial, the artificial wave. waves. They've got. I think they built one down south. Have they? Near, I think it's near Birmingham. I could be completely wrong. It could be like London. Now. <laughs> I don't mm. know. I know it costs a lot of money it, to build it. Whatever. It yeah, was. but they are really fun. I did my first surfing lesson there. Yeah. Did you terrified. find it hard? Did you find it hard to grasp? Yeah, because I think the ones that snow, um, say Snowdonia, the artificial ones, they come at you like with such force. Oh really? And it kind of just like dawns. <laughs> but they're regular, so you can kind of get used to it. Whereas yeah, yeah, if you yeah. go to the sea obviously you've got a kind of it's weather dependent and a lot of the time you'll just get wave after wave after wave and they're not very n- nice I yeah suppose. but um it was really fun definitely worth going. yeah i definitely want to learn i did just we went COVID to fucking everything. yeah i know it's stopping everything isn't it but yeah yeah I, I i wanted to do that myself i went to i went to hawaii with amy um 2015 mm. and the day that i was supposed to have my surfing lesson there was jellyfish, which is so yeah, unusual as well. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it was, I think it was like the second yeah. to last day. So I was just like, that's a shame. Sake. I went for a surf lesson in Hawaii as Did well. Did you? But it was when How was... nice is Hawaii? So nice. Oh my God. It's like I the, be- go back it's so like the best place I've been in my life. Yeah. If anyone, honestly, <laughs> I recommend it. Hawaii is the best. Just It's just the best. Mm. The best place I've amazing. ever been. It's amazing. like, because you've got everything that you have in America. So you have like people who speak English. You have McDonald's. You have uh, cheese cake factory you've got all that good stuff <laughs> but surfing, it's on the beach and it's on the beach and it's just beautiful and everyone's like everyone does that <laughs> <laughs> yeah aloha yeah, aloha is like the general greeting maybe it's greeting. the Maldives 
No. That's good. Is I it? did my diving qualification there, and that was amazing. I'm scared of diving. Me too. I'm I hate so the scared sea. of diving. I, I say I hate the sea. I don't. I'm scared of the sea when I can't see the bottom and it gets too deep. Mm. Uh, and you hit something slimy. Yeah, no. But um, when you can actually see it, it's not too bad. Really? Yeah. I want to do it, but I'll tell you what scares me. Not that bit. But this thing that they call the bends, where you come up too fast and you, oh, and yeah. you can die but they from train, it. But they train you with that. Like, oh, you kind of can't really do that unless you're stupid. stupid. <laughs> yeah. No, like, not stu- Like obviously people make mistakes. But when you've got, like, a teacher, if you're not on your own yeah. and you've got someone there with you, like, obviously they're going to make sure you're okay and stuff. Yeah, I guess so. Because my mum did it and... Well, she's married to an Egyptian. And in, in, mm. in Egypt, there's, there's really nice coral, like... Um, Cool coral reefs, I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, coral and reefs. The, and the, the fish are like I went snorkeling there with it, but the fish are magnificent, mm. beautiful it's blues. Amazing. And, yeah, I remember though, like there were sharks and like in the Maldives when we were in there, like little ones. I don't think they're gonna hurt you. Mm. But it's funny we took the GoPro in there and I was with my brother and we were like kind of laughing when we came out because we we're taking loads of videos, loads of photos and stuff. We were just like, oh, it'd be hilarious, wouldn't it? If there's just a shark in the background, like just laughing it off, like whatever. Got back to the people there was like, because I was Shit. right on the edge of the reef and like there's a. Sh- shark behind oh my me God. yeah how big are we talking oh not big, not big. <laughs> no, it's, it's <laughs> this, bigger not, no it was like this, it was this big like this yeah but that's big enough though because yeah no it's scary cause, like if coming the teeth at you, but... still like they still take a chunk yeah. out of you but for you? a shark like that's not that's no not because like the, 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 the actual fin and the, maybe the yeah. mouth would probably be like maybe like that big yeah, i guess yeah. it's not like a great white thing yeah still scary does that scare you with the surfing side of things like sharks because they do no because they attack surfers don't they yeah, but I don't think it's not really likely in the UK, is it? In Wales, mm, I guess I don't not. Know. No, because a lot of the time, like there's other surfers in there, and it's kind of fairly busy-ish, and um, we can always stand up. Like the beach in Ross Nagy, you can always stand up. You never really go out that far where because oh, I see what you mean, just right. because I'm not very good, so I stay where I can stand up. What isn't apparently? I mean, I don't know if this is true. Apparently, that's like the hot spot though for sharks. Apparently, like they prefer shallow. Oh, because it's warmer. And to, stuff. To, to, to oh, really... maybe I don't know, but I'm, I'm not gonna talk. <laughs> you about You just it, try not to think about it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. Just yeah. Um, yeah. What's yeah. what's that phrase um, where it's like? I can't remember the phrase now. Something like um, mm. ignorance is. Is yeah, it bliss? It's bliss. Or, yeah, something like that. Bliss. Like you know, if yeah, there's a great there, was, there was a moment we were at Ross Niger though, and we like we were just about to get out but we were, i think we were debating doing a few more and we did see like out there you know when the um uh la, 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 seagulls start swarming and stuff well, obviously like a, fish dead, yeah. yeah so we were just like either that's like a shoal of fish but then what's causing the ruckus yeah <laughs> so yeah, it was yeah. like yeah we're gonna get out we're gonna i think if I, if I saw blood coming my way if there was like yeah. blood on the water I didn't think see I'd... blood but we saw all the seagulls kind of <laughs> going to like i think i'd definitely get out yeah, my friend was in the car like googling is there sharks in Wales. I was like, don't do that. Yeah, Just don't do that. Just don't go- don't Google anything. Like you know, uh, I've got ch- I've got pains in my chest. Uh, yeah. Google. Oh yeah, you're having a heart attack. Oh right. okay, cool. Yeah. I do it. I googled the other day like loss of appetite because <laughs> I had one day where I wasn't hungry. <laughs> I was just what like, that's it. It's just like ev- loads of st- everything. Everything. But like loss of appetite is a symptom for like almost everything. So it was kind of just stupid. I was like, why one day? It's not like it's been a week. It was literally one day where I was like, I'm not hungry. Why aren't I hungry? I've trained today. Why am I not hungry? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, just... that's it. I'm pregnant. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, but... suppose, I suppose as a girl as well, yeah, that that would that would make sense. You would be. No, nah, I'm joking. I've got my appetite back now. It was just that You're day. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just that day. I would have just used it. I would have just been like, fuck it. Like, I've, I've, I'm, I'm burning calories and I don't need to eat. I love this. I, I can eat, Well, you could have ate double. I would have said, right, I'm going to eat double tomorrow. I'm going to have some Ben and Jerry's tomorrow or whatever. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm on a diet, so. You're on a diet? Are you kidding me? A little bit. Not like an actual, like, starving myself diet. Actually, I have seen you bigger, though. I have seen you bigger. What? I have seen you bigger. Bigger than I am now? What? No, like, um, not, f- not, not like, like with me, like my weight fluctuates yeah, quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. But I, I'm just saying I have seen you, remember it was probably years ago, um, but a bit more chunkier. Oh yeah, no, I, I, I fluctuate you. quite a lot. Yeah. I'm go. I think, I don't know really what phase I'm at. But I don't, you like, you went, you went fat. No, no, I'm not but like, you're like curvy, yeah, like a yeah. bit more curvy. Yeah, I do fluctuate which a bit. Which isn't a bad thing at all. Like, I, yeah. I, 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 I wonder I, where you were going with that. No, I'm not going to, yeah, like girls hate it. Yeah. But I'm being truthful, it's like, you're you've got that body type perhaps where you could put on weight if you wanted to yeah yeah like, like, i think like, especially like after lockdown and stuff like i think not that i put on loads of weight or anything like that but you're kind of obviously not as fit as you used to be yeah so i'm going through a bit of a phase now where i'm just like really want to smash a gym you just get into a routine you know like <laughs> yeah, yeah, not yeah, going yeah. every day but like just kind of smashing it and getting to a place where i'm really happy and i think that's for me that's kind of like strong and a bit more shredded than i was like i just like being leaner do you, um, how do you measure do you measure by do you measure your weight now or do you measure no, your body I, fat? I, I or do you just do mirror i just do mirror literally yeah. just judging uh, and how i just feel in general yeah um yeah i just go on kind of how i'm feeling and what i see in the mirror um, yeah just kind of yeah try not yeah. to take it too seriously but i just want to get to a point where i kind of i can maintain it fairly easily because i find like it's getting to that point that's hard but then once you can kind of stay there it's easy to kind of get into that routine of staying in that kind of place i know what you mean i think as well everyone is their own worst critic oh yeah because you've 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 seen more pictures of you than anyone has yeah. ever seen of you so you've seen not just the the ones that you've got on instagram but you've seen all the, the failed attempts as well yeah so yeah, you're definitely. like no you know i can't see my intercostals i can't see yeah. i don't know maybe like um i tell you what i like i like it when I've, i get veins in my arms yeah. and i do pull-ups i love it that but then everyone has like the favorite muscle like for mine's <laughs> yeah. like this side you know do you ever have that bit of your abs when you can see like the little there's like a little gap in your abs like at the side near the intercostals near the finger muscles you've got the finger muscles there and then i think it's it's a bit more predominant i think on girls but there's like a nice yeah that's my favorite yeah that's my favorite yeah yeah and you know when you see that That you're you're on point yeah (laughs) it's like i mean in the morning before you've had a like a slither of food or like a drink Yeah. (laughs) yeah but yeah um but I was, I was about the weight thing, like um, like Maisie. She 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 doesn't go to the gym, and she's she she's a bit like me. Like I, I I've I've been down to two oh seven. I've seen mm-hmm. myself at two hundred seven pounds, probably about ten percent body fat. And yeah, on pictures it looks great. In person, I look ill. Like I look yeah, physically like yeah, gaunt. gaunt. Um, like this 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 t shirt's like hanging off me. Yeah yeah. Um, so when I come up to something like 215, 220, I feel athletic. I feel like, yeah, yeah I, feel I feel good. good. My yeah. energies are high as well. Because when you go too lean... Your face starts going, doesn't it? And you oh, don't actually yeah, look healthy. And you yeah. end up looking older than you exactly, are as well. Exactly, yeah, exactly. It's finding like that balance. Cause, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just... you just got to be... You've got to know where your maximum point is. Like where, where you're kind of like, right, I need to sort my shit out. Yeah. So for me, that's 2.30. And I'm like... Yeah, I'm I'm putting on like yeah. at the moment I'm probably like two three two so, <laughs> but, <laughs> but anyway, like I I realise that like I'm I'm going into the danger zone yeah and I need to dial it back uh, and I think I'd probably be happy to get back to like two two five or something between two twenty yeah, and two thirty yeah. pounds I don't know, but with the mirror with the mirror thing how how do you know when you're kind of like right I'm I'm in a good place weight wise or physically. 
um it's difficult because i do keep saying like i need to kind of weigh myself a little bit more because my scales broke and i did set myself the goal of, of a weight goal but that was very loose because obviously with weight training and putting on muscle i can be really quite lean but be heavier than like I kind of was before like not really yeah. losing weight it's because a tough like thing I for girls to grasp that yeah really yeah tough. so it's I kind of set myself so for instance like I think during that I was like 70 kilograms and I wanted to bring that down to where like I was setting before lockdown about 65 and I wanted to go to around 63 so the lower end of the 60s but was there any reason why have you been at 63 before and you liked weight um, yeah and as well because it's like it's a tough one I'm kind of like experimenting a little bit as, with myself as well because like my whole athlete career was about being strong getting muscle being like not like it wasn't stocky it was never like big but it was like having the muscles to be strong and for a reason and now I don't really have that reason I don't need as much muscle I still want to be strong don't need to be as strong as I was it feels nice it, it feels nice like I do want to be strong yeah. still but I've have, kind of have different goals and they're, they're purely vain to be honest now yeah, like they, they, are, yeah, they are like they I'm are. not gonna lie about it yeah definitely um your clothes you can, your clothes can ultimately fit better yeah. if your physique is the way that you design it yeah but I, I do want to be strong in this obviously still have that focus on the mental health as well and I think I'd, I'm very aware of like obviously if I took it too far where I'm focusing way too much on being smaller um it's just trying to find a bit of a balance at the minute like I do want to kind of not have as much muscle on my upper body but still keeping that kind of on my lower oh, body yeah, and stuff like that I love it on girls I do I think no, I just, so no, just because I gain so much because I've trained for so long I do gain quite a lot of muscle on my upper body really fast um but it's just all personal preference and again like I said like it's just experimenting with kind of what how my body can look if I do this have or you, do have that you ever had like um like girls say to you stuff like that like because obviously i'm not i don't know mm. what it's like being a, being a girl but if i was a girl and like i started gaining muscle i wonder have, have other girls ever commented or, or have you heard like anyone ever gossiped about you and been like oh yeah she looks like a man or no never no that's never. No, that's good that's good to hear never. i didn't i didn't know if girls would be kind of like to get to looking like a man and having that amount of muscle the amount of effort and work ethic that takes to oh, gain that amount of muscle like I mean, applaud those girls that like put yeah. it on because like the amount. Because I watch sometimes the girls that come in the gym that are like bodybuilders and stuff like that. I'm just like Jesus Christ! Like, go on, girl. Like, it's it's sick, yeah. and that's a personal preference. Yeah. Um, but that and the amount of work it takes to actually look like a man is ridiculous. Or like, oh yeah, look like a man. Air quotes because yeah, cause I, I, don't. yeah. I mean, I, I struggle but, to look like a man as it yeah. is. So like, <laughs> but like a lot of girls have that misconception of like, oh, if I start lifting weights, yeah, I, I I'm gonna look like, like, oh, like a bodybuilder. It's like not like true. one of my friends that trains with me. Like she's so small and she wanted to build like strength and some muscle as well. But she was like, oh yeah, but I don't want to put too much muscle on. I was like, babe, it's gonna you take you, you like tried. years, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah <laughs> like don't worry, like these couple of sessions, you know, you'll be fine. It is weird. Yeah. Though, and they're like, oh, will it suit my body? I'm like, whatever muscle you put on is built for your body. Like you're gonna look, you're gonna look amazing with it. So mm. yeah. Yeah, it's, it's 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 strange, isn't it? It's um, I mean, I suppose you get it all the time with your clients, where they're like, "Oh, I don't want to look like this." Yeah, it's like, look, yeah. listen, like even even like guys that train every day are trying to can't even look like that. You yeah, know? I mean, yeah, a lot of the pictures that you see, there is a lot. I mean, especially on Instagram, there's so many people on steroids. And I can from from doing from doing not I say bodybuilding, but from doing weight training myself, I can tell straight away pretty much unless you, your genetics are good. You can you can tell who's on it. You just know, like, I mean, there's not many examples of people who 
who are generally very lean and and have that amount of muscle mass no. you know um but the trouble is is like people have that misconception of like oh you know i'll be able, i'll be able to achieve that or i'll you know especially with the girls yeah. i will i'll look like that and if ev- i start yeah, doing yeah and everyone's different like everyone's so different on how they build muscle or how they lose weight or how they like deal with food and everything like that it's just there's so many aspects that go into that that mm. it's very hard to kind of what does your routine look, look like now like what uh, i know you obviously you're training clients what yeah. is your like weekly gym routine it's a bit sporadic so i try and put like um i always write my week out like a week in advance and like can't remember my training so i work on the gym at the gym like alternate mondays and tuesdays and i try and train before that uh, the same with clients like if i can i'll train before a client as well um i'll normally try aim for a three sessions a week i'll try and do four and include a fourth one as cardio and like core specific and like kind of a recovery like stretching and stuff like that um but i normally do leg session yeah heavy um and then push pull kind of thing um and then i alternate with the leg sessions of like a really heavy like pushing myself session and like getting strong with um the kind of endurance supersets just kind of maintenance stuff and so like what that. how long how long is each session taking you about an hour just over an hour it really depends. see i would have thought i don't know why I, I i would have thought you would have been in there more than that i don't know why no i would have thought like five times a week minimum i don't know why i used to i Did used you? to Did yeah you? Maybe that's why I'm yeah um i think i don't want to burn out and i think it's so easy to burn out and put a lot yeah. on yourself especially with yeah, like yeah, uni yeah. and i'm in the gym all the time now like practically living there that I'd rather kind of manage my time better and spend that time at home and actually kind of recover because it's just so important I think if I went five times a week I'd just be doing stuff for the sake of it like just kind of walk I'd rather go for a walk outside and walk my little dog instead of sat on a walking on a treadmill and stuff Mm. Um, I'd rather just be outside so when I can and I'd rather be efficient with my training that's a good thing yeah instead of just going for the sake of that like i'd rather go and make it count and do what's going to work and eat right instead of just going for the sake of it and kind of just mulling through the exercises and being like oh i've done this today i can tell you listen to tim ferris because he has the four (laughs) he has the four hour body and by the sounds of it you're doing four hours a week (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah. that that, that sounds about right because and i'm the same but i don't know why but for me um I like going every day I do even mm. for just a short amount of time because because of the mental aspects yeah I feel like I th- it keeps me on track because if on the days that I don't go it's almost like what am what I doing, doing myself like yeah. you know I feel like I'm just rattling around in my head too much um, I kind of get that sometimes I think sometimes I've like for instance yesterday I didn't go and train and in the afternoon I was like I'm not doing anything I'm just sat at home like I kind of want to go but I was so tired that if I'd gone and dragged myself there it was just because I was tired that I was getting like anxious or feeling like it's hard weird. Though, isn't it it's hard because when you're tired sometimes what you actually do need is to go to the gym because yeah. it, like I, I've been tired and then I've gone to the gym and I thought oh that's just what I needed but then I suppose mm. you, it's each to their own everyone's got to know the body yeah and I think you, you know different. when it's time to like right I need a rest I need yeah. to recover yeah but it's like for me like i said with going outside like i tend to take myself for a walk and like walk going on so a long good, walk yeah, I, I think know, actually it's so walk, underrated it is it's so is. underrated like it can keep keep you fit healthy you get outside you get some fresh air you see different things you yeah. meet people whatever um yeah i love it so i try on the days off just to go for a walk mm, i've been reading a lot, a lot more into to like walking and stuff because mm. there's something visceral about you're outside and 
because our lives are so complicated now, you've got your phone, you've got your computer, you've got diaries, anything. You go outside and you just look at nature, you're looking at trees, yeah, you you're looking at the sky. It and it doesn't move a bit, like a very much, apart from mm. like the sky and stuff. And, and you can almost you can almost just relax within that moment yeah and not like i don't know if you like turn your phone off when you when you're out there or whatever but i would i would definitely like turn my phone off and then just you're almost um in the moment with with nature and Mm. you just and i think it's a great stress reliever walking i think it's probably one that you're right it's very underrated very underrated yeah i love it try and go like every day every other day obviously how long do you you walk for uh so i live near a lake so i tend to do like a lap of the lake and then like a lap of this big field so i'm guessing it'll be about 45 minutes 30 to 45 minutes depending if you go the long way but i tend to do kind of loops like that depending on how i'm feeling is that every day it's really nice not every day it's i try and do every other day um or at least walk around the block like with my dog and stuff it's a great excuse to get out yeah. and stuff um but actually but that, that will, that will make up the rest of your cardio won't it that'll yeah. so you've got four hours in the gym and then let's say you've got three or four hours walking, yeah yeah that's... sometimes i'll say like oh i'll just go for a walk and get my steps in instead and try and do it that way and how many steps is it to do the full the the full lap of the lake and then the, the lap of the field i think it's six thousand wow <laughs> really yeah I that's a lot like five that's a lot five, six thousand i think that's probably a couple of miles at least yeah it's quite far but it's good it's nice yeah Wow, I was going to ask you about your, your pets. Actually, how many how many pets have you got? I've got a dog, just a dog. I thought you had cats. I did have cats. <gasps> no, I've had to rehome them. I know it's sad. No, yeah. not the cats. <laughs> I know <laughs> they're my favorite. <laughs> 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 <The> babies. <laughs> okay. I love, I love cats. Oh, my cats are the best. Oh, they were. Because I, mean, I, I, I used to watch it, I swear. I, I swear to God, they must have left recently because I, I watched No, they have. It, it was the two weeks on Sunday. Yeah, because I, I was yeah. watching your stories uh, probably about a month ago and I, and I saw cats and I was like. Wow. Then my little babies. I've had how a many, cat again. How many, how many cats did you have? I had two. Yeah, Leo that, noticed. Yeah. yeah, I had a little ragdoll, white, fluffy thing, and then uh, just a tabby so rescue what, cat. Why? Why did yeah. you get rid of him? What happened? Um, basically, because we're renting the apartment at the minute, um, there was like some complications say complications they, the owners want to sell the apartment which is completely fine but we thought we had a lot longer in that apartment than we did um f- for instance we thought after uni and then added time to kind of sort ourselves out and yeah. kind of get into that kind of jobs where we want to be and everything like that and it just kind of got sprung on us really fast with moving and we were ending up having to move back in with my parents and stuff like that which is fine love them to pieces i'm actually kind of a little bit excited because <laughs> my sister um but obviously like yeah. the puppy's fine they stick with you but because cats are so independent and the fur and whatnot and my mum hates cats oh does she so they just uh... flat out refused so i was like understandable get it don't you know i don't want the added stress of trying to figure Mm. that out and it makes sense moving home with saving and everything like that so um made the difficult decision to go through the blue cross and put them up for adoption but they've gone to a lovely home i believe (laughs) trust me i was a mess i was a mess it's horrible yeah i i um, i had a rescue cat a few years ago taz Mm. god bless us all (laughs) and uh, we had her for i think probably two nights mm. and because she was a bit older she um she got out my 
kitchen window and run off. Oh no! And uh, oh man, I was just like, you God. just end up being heartbroken. Oh, you do, it's horrible. you do. So, like even though they were going to a good, they, they've gone to a good home. Yeah. It's like they're kind of not knowing as well, and the, yeah. they're just like my babies. And I've never lived in what that apartment. What were the names again? Leo and Otis. Leo. Yeah. That's that's my brother's name. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> An Otis, yeah. Yeah. Oh. No, they were little gems. So we just got little Reggie, the little sausage dog now. Yeah. Yeah. Your mum's your okay with having Reggie? Oh, my mum loves the dog. Oh, does she? Loves the dog, yeah. Loves oh, him. Oh, man, and poor cats, man. That's a sad story, though. It is really sad. I was very upset. Oh, but I think man. they'd be happier, you know? Like, I'm sure they're going to yeah. a really loving family that can give them lots of attention. That brings a tear to yeah. my Yeah. It's like at the end of the day, like I said before, with, like, uni and everything, you don't know where things are going to take you. So it's kind of good that they're not getting messed around anymore. They can have, you've like, done, a loving, you've done the adult stable thing. Yeah, family. you've done the adult thing. You've, yeah. you've, 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 um, you've put your children up for adoption. <laughs> <laughs> Poor cats. Yeah. Babies. You should have told me. I suppose you didn't know I was a cat lover, but um, I probably would yeah. have had. I probably would have had one. Uh, did they go together? Yeah, or... they'd have to go together. Ooh. The house cats. They're really good. But it doesn't matter now, does it? I'm trying to like sell you my. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bit really good. But yeah, they went yeah, together. Yeah, just give me the number of the person. Yeah, just like I'm I, taking. I'll them. steal them. I'll steal the cats. Yeah. Otis and Leo. Yeah. Yeah. No, was... But what I was going to ask you as well with, because I thought I, I I thought with you having two cats, one dog. Uh, how do they help you with anxiety or you know what's do they even help you with oh, anxiety God, yeah yeah i've heard this from so many like people. i when i first moved into the apartment that i'm in now i got i haven't lived there like without the cats and i've kind of got leo straight away as house cats because they're just so independent they just do their own thing they're just so easy but they come and give you little schnogs it's great yeah. um but it's just i think the action of like stroking them is really therapeutic and i think i probably would have had multiple other breakdowns <laughs> um if i didn't have them yeah. and it's just kind of like they're so i think they've got a bad rep cats like they're they so have, and i don't loving. know why they're i don't know so why loving. they're amazing and like every time i'd come in they'd be there waiting for you they'd come greet you they'd come like running up to the door like <laughs> and like they'd sit on the radiator when you left like they'd always be there and they yeah. always used to follow me around just constantly being there but without the kind of i suppose like the demanded demands of like other animals and stuff so they were, really were they good. were they living there so you've got how long have you been with your boyfriend for? Every year. Every year. And he he was cool with the cats and the dog and stuff. So we got the dog together. Right. And so we've only had the dog since July. Yeah. Um and the cats it's a love hate relationship. He was sad to see them go. He cried. Did he? But um I would have cried. Yeah. But he didn't like the cats. He's a dog mm. person. Crocodile tears they call that. Yeah. He didn't he didn't <laughs> he didn't like them. I think it was like the fur, get it? I get the fur. Yeah, actually, the fur kind. Of, yeah, if, you, if you're allergic, and or he whatever. was allergic, but he kind of got used to it, so he wasn't like that bad. Yeah. But I think it was just like because I suppose like the running around at night or something. Yeah, can be a bit annoying. Did you get? Did you? Were you single then when you had when you got all the cats? Yeah, I was cats, single when it, I had the cats. Yeah. yeah. Did you find that um, by doing that that kind of helped with like loneliness a little bit or? yeah like i never thought i was lonely but i think because i moved into that new apartment that it was it's big quite big for an apartment as well it filled up a bit of that space and you can yeah, talk it, to it do you know what bit, i mean yeah. Yeah. yeah um it was just like a little bit of company and i've heard that a lot from people, on your people bed who, and stuff who, like um, that. who've come from like having brothers and sisters or a big family yeah you always want something around yeah yeah, yeah. And, and i think and i've always been a lover of animals like i was never really allowed like a pet. i had like rabbits and we had my sister had rats yeah. <laughs> when we were younger but we were never allowed like 
bigger animals yeah. and I love them like love I'm a massive animal lover so it's, it's funny like how people say that though uh, I'm, I'm a lover of animals can you imagine the opposite I'm a hater yeah, of I'm animals. a hater of animals I'm a, no, but I, like... I hate animals <laughs> <laughs> yeah I just hate them <laughs> it's, funny, it's funny how we have to tell people that we love them but we yeah. you know you just... no but I feel like there's people that are just kind of like it's oh just, yeah animals kind of just... yeah I like them cool but then there's like lovers yeah I'm an animal yeah it's just funny it just makes me laugh when I hear shit like that yeah, no, I've got um, actually one of the one of the students, uh, William, who who has moved to there's a new block of flats uh, over there called the Clayworks, very nice, and he's from Luxembourg, mm. and he he always used to keep asking me, hey Lance, can we get a cat? And I was like, I'd, I'd love to get a cat for the for yeah. the house, but unfortunately, if if the, there's rooms empty and there's people looking to come in and they realise there's a cat, it might put them off because oh, of the, yeah. might Allergies be allergic. Or and, yeah. Whatever. yeah, you Who's just can't look do after it. The cat yeah. and, you know, um, they have to take it in turns and if there's not the communication now, yeah. you leave the door open and it's a house cat or exactly. bringing rats. Nice, <laughs> stuff like yeah. that. But he really struggled with the whole, the whole loneliness thing because he said, you know, like Lance, I've always grown up with cats in the house and I just, I just, and he really struggled. I, I thought he was joking at first. I thought like, come no, on. You, you do. Like I've noticed like, now the cats have gone, especially because they've been there like the whole time. The soul of the house is kind of gone. Mm. So it's just a bit of weird. Like it, it doesn't feel the same. Do you still you know call them I mean? by accident? Like Leo, Otis? No, I don't. But I do think like sometimes I hear something and I think it's just habit of like knowing when to, like, you know, like certain sounds or mm. they'd always run up to you at a certain point, like a little routine that you've got going on. So sometimes in the corner of your eye, you think you see something or hear a little meow or mm. something like ghost that. Ghost cats. Yeah, ghost cats. Do you believe in ghosts? Mm, I don't know. Spirits? Paranormal? Mm, no. I'm going to go... Um, no. I'm on the fence. I'm kind of on the I'm fence. I'm on the fence. I don't... I don't think I actually... I don't think I do. But... Yeah. I probably could be proven. I, li- I like I hearing know. stories. What people... Have you, have you ever experienced anything paranormal or anything no. like that? See, I have. And, and like, I'm not like um, one of these crazy people who's like, oh... Yeah. Like, I'm very like... Come on, like... Yeah. And uh, it was with Amy, actually. She'll tell you. We were in our old apartment in Sneed Green and we used to have this app called Dream Talker. I don't know if you've ever used it. Oh, yeah. Have. You have used yeah, it, yeah, right? Yeah. So it, it, and it's it, like when you snore and like when you snore, when you, you yeah, sleep talking, talk, right? Yeah. And yeah, great, great app because Amy used to sleep talk a lot. So it used to be quite funny listening to what she, <laughs> what she would say. Anyway, one night we put it on and. Oh, no. <laughs> and this is the weird thing is we've got it on film. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so we're asleep, and then um, all of a sudden it just goes, it goes really quiet. Uh, we're both breathe. You can hear both of us breathing, and then this voice just says, "Don't talk." In this really weird, like, like was it like it wasn't Amy? It wasn't Amy. No, and we knew we knew that because straight as soon as that voice said that, Amy rolled over and she went, oh, as if like, as if whatever this thing was had woken her up. Right. Uh, I'll, have to, I'll send you the clip it's freaking spot I kind of don't think I want to <laughs> it's like one of those things yeah, like, one, and, and yeah I've, I've looked I've tried to analyse the the, the the audio and think come on you know I can't even make this, the sound that this thing makes mm. and Amy couldn't either and part of me was like it's got to be Amy saying this it's got to be um, but the weird thing was is I had the I had the phone on my side right. so even if it was Amy it wouldn't have been as clear as it was Oh, it was by you then. Yeah, mm. but it sounded like to me on the thing because we had a dual bed and I was on the left and Amy was on the right, and 
it just sounded like it was at the bottom of the bed. No. Like some kind no, of. I don't like that. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, so no. I just freak you out. But I'm just saying that that like that is the only real time. I have had a few other little experiences, but we, uh, me and Maisie did a ghost hunt one because yeah. I was like, right, come on, I want to just put myself in that position. Let's see yeah. if this is real. And um, we stayed. We I think we we got to this. It was a old theatre or maybe like an old uh, cinema yeah. in Nottingham. And we stayed there from nine till three in the morning and we did the Ouija boards with all the, the guides and stuff like that. Yeah, so you just test, like, you just... I know you play with... Playing. Know, but the thing is, if you're on the fence, then it's kind of like, well, you know. But then, nothing. Honestly, nothing at all. I didn't see anything, didn't hear anything. I went to the basement on my own to see mm-hmm. if I'd, like, didn't experience anything. So I'm a bit like, mm, yeah, you know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Either is or it isn't. Yeah. As long do, as it do, didn't do come you, at me. It's fine. <laughs> do, you, do you watch all that stuff like uh, the paranormal activities or uh, insidious or anything like that? I have watched them. I don't like horror films that much. Like, to be fair, that's a lie. I like the storyline and I actually kind of like knowing about it, especially like the really weird, like messed up ones. Mm-hmm. But I don't really enjoy watching them. Is it because it's, is it because it's it I think does feel it's like... different. And you're on that roller coaster of like, oh, where's it gonna? Yeah, kind of like, oh, what's like, what is it, or like, why is it doing it? Like, what's the story? Why has he decided to do that? <laughs> Tell me your backstory. Like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't actually like this. Scary you don't like the side. feeling of being scared. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I like. Are you easy to scare? You know, yeah. Is it, is it worth knocking on your house on Halloween? No, I'm really easy to scare. Like oh, the yeah. guy, um, one of my friends, Murray from the team. It was his own little personal game of jumping and scaring me every day but you could literally be stood in front of me and just go and i'll shit myself so like yeah i'm really easily scared nervous wreck are you yeah a little bit <laughs> so you don't enjoy halloween then no i enjoy halloween just not horror films like yeah. the sweets the pumpkin carving going out oh actually i think i saw you had a pumpkin on your instagram I think. yeah 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 yeah, yeah like a great cute. big one that yeah. was that cute yeah i love yeah. that aspect to it yeah. and like the decorations and i like the like the halloween films like uh what, what, fucking, what film? You've lost, you've lost your Tim Burton's. Um, oh, like all the Tim, like your Tim Burton's. Like uh, Nightmare stuff. Before Christmas. Yeah, and uh, like uh, Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, kind of. yeah, and um, what's the Corpse's Bride and stuff like that? Like I love that all those kind of films. I haven't seen that. Is it good? It's a really I'm good actually. It's good. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, yeah, it's a good time. What are you, what are you watching at the moment on on any of the the platforms? Prime, Netflix. What's your go to at the moment? you know what i'm not really watching much at the minute it's always friends so like when i'm busy i like i'll always put friends on in the background so mm. i always have friends on and what did we watch recently we watched vikings over not vikings what am i about last kingdom it's a bit it looks a bit like vikings, vikings yeah i, I have watched invested. vikings as well vikings is great it's really good love mm. that i really want to rewatch it yeah same. um last kingdom we watched all through lockdown the recent one that i finished is um queen's gambit I've heard a lot about that. Really good. I good. really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, I've started a few things, but just never really got into it. Yeah. Like, is it Good Girls? The one where the girls were, like breaking steel from a I've heard of this. supermarket. I've heard of this. Yeah. Is it like a chick flick type type deal, or is it? A... it yeah, with an edge. I think I haven't really got into it. Like yeah. I, I did the first episode. I need to sit down and actually watch. Have you it. seen the boys? It's on Prime. That is good. Is it? You don't have to be to be male or female. Mm. It's, it's it's like universal, but yeah. it's so good. It's like mm. su- it's about superheroes, but kind of what would it be like if they really existed? Right. Not okay. all the like oh Superman will save us and all this crap. It kind of goes into the very kind of. Uh, it's a bit gritty. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit dark basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's really. Oh, that, that sounds good actually. Try it. Yeah, if you've yeah. got Prime, try that. Yeah. That's that's a good one. Are you watching Mandalorian? 
Oh my god, I love that. I'm that... human. Nick's been watching them without me. He's watched like three now without me, and I need yeah, to catch we, up. But I don't have it... it on my like. It's Disney. Disney Plus, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and I don't have it, so it's kind of like oh on him. Oh my god, the human. child is so cute. I know I want him. He's so cute. I want it. He's got like a. I've, I've, you can watch YouTube videos of, of of clips of like all um all his noises. <laughs> Brings it to me. <laughs> he's the cute. He's like and the way he runs. And the way yeah. He's got like that great big like dressing gown on. Oh, he's cute. <laughs> I want one as a pet. Yeah. No, we've been watching it. It's really good, actually. Yeah, it's, it's really... good. So you I on what episode it. three? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because he's watched three, so it must yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that's kind of got to the point though with that. It's because I said to me, I love this. Don't be wrong. I love this, but the trouble is, is I realised that they've they've mass produced it for all ages, so the plot lines do start to become a little bit predictable yeah yeah probably just past where you're getting because it's all exciting you don't know what's I, I like being in the in the, at the point with a with a series or with a film where it's like it's not fully explained yeah i feel like it ruins it sometimes when it's explained yeah and i'm like oh did you have to tell me that like i feel like it's not even a great explanation i'd rather just be just not know yeah you know, <laughs> just rather not know um but yeah mandalorian's amazing and that's yeah, that soundtrack good. that do 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 you know the, the start bit where it makes yeah. that noise yeah, yeah that I is good that. I do enjoy that I love that but I can't really think of anything else I've been watching I'm not really I'm trying not to like watch as much I've um ebooks at the minute yeah I listen to my podcast but the do you have certain I'm times that you listen to them do you, do you feel like do you have certain times that you listen to your ebooks uh yeah well in bed and in the car in the car's a great one. In the one. car, because you can just rack yeah, them yeah. out. I bet you listen to something on the way here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm a bit of a nerd. I'm quite into, like, fantasy books. So I, I switch between, like, the business side and then fantasy. Um, so what's the book? The Way of Kings trilogy that I'm reading at the minute. But he's come out with a new book, so I'm re-listening to the other ones. But they're literally, like, all the... There's four of them, like, this big. Wow. So I'm kind of rereading those so I can read the last one. When you say read, you mean read with your ears? Would you actually I read? did start. I did read the books, but I'm actually listening to it now. But you're reading it with your ears now. Yeah, because I think I've only ever probably read. I think I've read one book ever, like actually physically read. Mm. Like everything else is bit like Audible was like my savior for actually yeah. learning. It's just so good because you can listen to it in the car and you're not relying on like actually taking time out to sit and yeah. read a book. You can just kind of listen oh, to it exactly. when you're cooking, doing whatever. It's a real effort Super to handy. actually read words. I know. And it just kind of yeah. goes in. I do. I, I actually prefer reading like paper. Do you? Listening. I prefer it because like, it I just goes it. in differently. Like, and you can. I don't know. I, I do can prefer do it with it. notes. Like note, notes is fine. Yeah. But when it's an actual book, it's like oh. Yeah. It just seems so daunting. And then when you start reading, then it's like. Yeah. I, 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 Once you get into it, though. But I do. I do sometimes prefer e-books because you can just listen to it when it, and you can get through books like way faster than if you were just reading mm. them. From a book, I start so. enjoying the, the the narrator as well. I'm like. You've yeah. got a great voice. Yeah. Like, there's some people that have like, I didn't, have you ever read anything by Robert Greene? No. He did the Forty Eight Laws of Power. No. He did a book with Fifty Cent called The Fiftieth Law. No. He's got this voice, and it's, 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 it's almost not godlike, but it's 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 godlike, but it's got a bit of um, not innocence, but a bit of. I'm trying to think of the word, vulnerability yeah. to it, and it's. And, and the way that he explains, I mean, a lot of it is good, like life lessons, but I, I just love his voice. Yeah. He's got a really good 
like audio voice. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I'll see. Yeah, it, I could highly recommend Forty Eight Laws of Power. Yeah, he's done a few. He's done. Yeah. Um, well, I'm into my fantasy at the minute, so I'll wait. Everything's on fantasy. My, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Go for my nerdy little phase <laughs> at the minute. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, escapism. <laughs> yeah. Let me just run through some of these. Uh, one thing I did want to ask you about tattoos. Yeah. Now I know you've got a lot of tattoos. I'm a blank canvas. Are you? Completely blank. Do you think I tattoo? Do I look like I have tattoos? I don't know. I thought you. Ha- I don't know. I, d- I didn't really think anything. I just. <laughs> I thought you might have. No, I've I've got none, and I love it. I love like on you. I'm like mm-hmm. yeah. I like the the shape. I thought that looked great. I like the the one here it looks yeah, awesome. Thank but you. for me, I'm kind of like. I feel. I don't feel like I'd feel the benefit after 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 a few weeks. I feel like oh yeah, it looks great, but then it just kind of blends yeah. in. I'm just kind of like. You know, I've, I've painted. I've. It's a bit like having a new new set of clothing or something. I just yeah, feel like I get bored of it. Yeah, you might get bored of it. Of it. Yeah, yeah. And how how do I know that whatever I put on my body is going to resemble the person I'll be in 20 years' time? Yeah. And, and all these kind of... What, what is think, it that does it that made yeah. you get it tattoos? A, it is a bit of a gamble, but I've always been quite creative. So I've always enjoyed art and doing that. And I think like your tattoos and your body, like fashion is and stuff and your hair and whatever, it's just another way of expressing yourself and who you are. Um, I think it was always a bit of a gamble with like, obviously when you're older, but I always view it as like... I enjoy it now and I'm really happy with it now and to be fair for the next god knows how many years I probably still will enjoy it and be happy and like love it and that's who I am and I think if you enjoy it in the moment and you're happy for this big portion of my life then when I'm older I can't really look back and say I regret that because it's brought joy and I've been happy and it's yeah I've been comfortable it's kind of who I am and who I was and you've got to take it as that not just I don't know is there is there any tattoos that you you not regret, but there's ones where you kind of think, I didn't need that. No, I got an anchor on my wrist. I think it was like the second ever tattoo I got. And it's this tiny little anchor thing on my very generic and basic and stuff. But I had it covered up with yeah. like the moth. I suppose that's a good thing. You can get it you covered You can get up. it when it was tiny, yeah. But that was the only one I'd say that I regretted enough to cover. It wasn't big. It wasn't like a... I need to get rid of this kind of moment. It was just like this is a bit pointless. Yeah. Um. But I don't regret any of them. I don't really. And how do really they make like you feel now? Do you, do you still look in the mirror and see them, or do you just? Is it because you you've got so used to them? Like how? Let's say I get a tattoo now, or you got your first tattoo. How long is it before you become numb to the fact that you've got a tattoo? Um. I think I just kind of gloss over them like I forget like I still am very aware I have them and they're a part of me and I know I have them but I kind of forget sometimes how in the face you, they can be a little bit sometimes and I forget like if people are looking I'm just like oh yeah I've got tattoos or whatever um, yeah that's the thing isn't it because you've got this like great piece of art on your arm yeah and, and I see it in the gym all the time yeah. with guys and I'm staring at I'm, I'm actually I'm not staring at them like personally because I dislike yeah. them or anything like that but I'm looking at the tattoos and I'm looking at yeah, all the it di- might be a bit eye-catching you kind of forget that because yeah. it's kind of just you and it kind of you do forget in a way not that I don't appreciate like I don't love them or anything it's just more like they're just a part of you so you just kind of like glaze over it mm. um and do, do you want other people to look at your tattoos like do you I know I know they're obviously for yourself but do you want people to like have a look at them and be like yeah that's that's a nice tattoo do you want it's that? Like, it's that it's like it's nice when they're appreciated but i didn't get them to be out there to sh- show like i've got to do like majority of the time they're covered up anyway like i live in hoodies and like yeah, leggings yeah, yeah. and stuff like majority of the time people aren't going to see them and mm-hmm. i didn't get them to be like look at me i've got tattoos look at me i'm cool or whatever yeah but if you've it got... was just more like you, you obviously you want people to appreciate the art that you've got and I, I personally think they look good and they suit me and i really really like them um 
and it's nice getting them out sometimes but it's not really it doesn't really cross your mind i guess i suppose you probably get it more with people who also have tattoos i guess maybe like other people who are like oh you know where'd you get that done or yeah do you get that a lot yeah like sometimes yeah they'll just like passing comments like i like that where's it i get a lot of like ask me where i got them from like people that want tattoos of <laughs> i got it from tesco yeah i got it from tesco yeah yeah it's hard to find good artists, it's yeah it's, it's something that like i always feel i've always i've wanted to try it because as well not just like for you but a lot of people that i've spoke to who've got tattoos say it's really addictive you, you get one the it feeling of it the pain yeah. is, is 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 really addictive and i didn't quite understand that i don't think you quite understand it until, until you've until done you get it one. yeah you kind of forget about the pain as well and it, it does get addictive because it kind of as soon as you've got one like for instance i've got my sleeve and everything but like with my leg i got a dragon down my side and then i got one on my ankle and then you've got so much space and then you're like, I need to fill that space. Yeah, yeah, space. yeah. It's like with your arm, like you get one here, I'm like, yeah, but I need to fill in this bit to make it look good. Oh, but now I need to fill in that bit. Now I need to fill in this bit. You know what I mean? It's like almost like Patrick filling in the blanks. It's like an ongoing project, um, So isn't like it, once really? you start on a certain body part, like if I start on my other leg, it's going to be like, well, I need to fill in that like blank bit there and stuff like that. So it's, that's where I'm at with my leg now. I'm kind of like, I didn't really go set out to get a full leg sleeve, but I feel like that's probably the way it's going. Because I'm like, I need oh, really? to fill in so this you, bit you, now. You're going to go for the full bit. leg sleeve, are you? Probably. <laughs> yeah probably yeah i'm not gonna lie if there any tattoo artists out there <laughs> row Ro is interested so uh let me just see if i've got any final questions for you are you on tiktok no <laughs> me neither no. have you have you watched it yeah i don't get it do you uh i do and some of them are quite some of them are entertaining some of them are a bit shit. Do you remember Vine? Are you yeah, I remember Vine. Vine. See, yeah. Vine I thought was okay. It's uh, like a music... Yeah, there's always like a storyline. I think some TikToks are really good. Some of the dancing ones I don't really get, but sometimes it is amusing just to kind of watch. I did delete the app because I didn't use it. I've I very rarely it. didn't go on it. And I heard about the data and stuff, like stealing data. There was that, oh, all that scandal yeah, around banned, that. banned, isn't it, in, in Pakistan a, or in somewhere? In the US, like... I think, now. Oh, they banned it in the US? Well, they've talked about it. I think Trump yeah. wanted it banned, but I don't know. Um yeah so i deleted the app I'd, yeah i'm fine with instagram i think a lot of the people put the tiktoks on instagram anyway so i see it yeah i just watch compilate like um on youtube i just watch like uh, meme compilations yeah and, and generally speaking there is usually ones like in there but i tried the app and i was just like yeah i think it's huge yeah <laughs> it's, it's really old. yeah it's huge and like from an influencer standpoint like loads of brands are looking for people that cover the whole spectrum like with instagram tiktok and everything like that and do those videos but it's just not for me i don't think i have the confidence to do that i don't think i can put myself out there so much i think, I think, much. I think we both I think, could do it but i just think it'll I take think, a lot of effort and i think i'd be miserable doing that yeah all the because time. It, i think a lot of the time even though you've seen a very short amount of time of, of that person i don't think they're all necessarily that what that person is about yeah if you, if you know what i mean it's not yeah. um, it's not a true reflection I, was, I feel like with instagram it's almost like a it's like a, it's like an online cv it's like this is yeah. me you know i used yeah. to do this i used to do you know whatever yeah so you, you can get i think you can get more of a grasp of someone oh, the from person instagram. yeah well i think the tiktok's a bit like little skits like you know what i mean like little yeah i don't know yeah it's weird what else have i got for you before you get ready for the dog no Back to the baby. I know. Are you missing her already? What's no. the What's the dog's name? Reggie. Reggie. Yeah, little Reg. Yeah. No, I'm not missing him yet. <laughs> Need a break. Yeah. He's barking at five a.m. Speaking on Instagram, mm-hmm. you don't have to answer this if you don't want to. <laughs> Strap. <Straight up>. Nope. <laughs> yeah. 
how much prep goes into each picture because they look, each picture looks flawless and i think when i look at one of your pictures i, I think, think if, so i don't well if that's kind of my question yeah. if does it take a long time to get that perfect you know mm. does it take like 50 mm. shots 20 shots 10 shots oh, it probably takes quite a lot of shots it really depends on the post i think like if i'm doing something for a brand i will take loads and i purchased like a little tripod for myself with a bluetooth thing so i can take more content by myself without having people um but for like uh, my brother's girlfriend she's a photographer and she's lovely and really really talented and she takes a lot of my photos for me as well if we do little shoots yeah um they're always really fun and we kind of plan content together um i'd say yeah i'd say quite a lot of photos go into them but it's never really like super planned it's more on the day if i'm kind of feeling myself i've got a bit of time like i should probably put some content up today i'll take like i've got this new gym wear set or whatnot or even if i'm just in the gym yeah i'll normally take just like three or four snaps in the mirror or something like that just to do so that. it, so de- that it depends it really it de- depends, it depends. Yeah. What, do you re- what do you reckon is the most amount of pictures you've ever taken from one picture oh probably that? like god like 80 to 100 or something really? like that. probably a lot where i've had to go through and just like delete them all just like when you're not yeah i probably should have just given up because it was like no angles good right now yeah, yeah it's weird though isn't it because like years ago when there wasn't any phone cameras and stuff you'd literally have the the coat we used to have these kodak uh, cameras and we used to take them on holiday with me and that was it you get one click, one click that's and that was it, it yeah. if you look stupid you it's your own yeah. fault. if your eyes are closed it's your own fault yeah you gotta work your yeah angles. and then digital cameras came in and then the phone cameras so um yeah but it's 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 a good it's a good and a bad because you spe- you probably spend a huge amount of time and the thing is you just you're splitting hairs because it's like well you just analyze yourself you so overanalyze don't yeah. you and I, even i do that when i take pictures now i'm like well you know my eyebrows slightly raised on that one yeah. it looks slightly better <laughs> it's like sending know. them to my sister like which one she's like they look the same, the same yeah <laughs> they look the same <laughs> you see this like contrasting colors i know i know it's tough which brings me on to your skincare routine oh yes it's very Rowan simple. cheshire honestly for a pale person i hope you don't mind me calling you a pale person she has got the most flawless skin i'm a pale person and i look like i've got really high blood pressure but, <laughs> but rowan you. You it's just... taken a lot of hard work i used to have really bad skin i used to have like acne and stuff oh like did that. you yeah so maybe that sent you in the other direction and maybe that's why you, your skin is so flawless now yeah maybe just move past it i think a lot of it is diet but you can tell it me it is diet it's is, like diet what exercise. is your skin routine um so as well as keeping hydrated i use in the shower i use a facial cleanser oh shit i just whacked the things it's, it's gonna bang it's for people. You can move it, you can, <laughs> honestly, these, these things are bomb proof you can yeah it's yeah fine. what's it called it's called facial specialist oh, yeah. they do like a cleanser from boots. yeah <laughs> they do like a cleanser from boots and a scrub and it's got like this acid in it or whatever it's not strong at acid. All. it's not it's not strong it's like i can't remember what it's called you're not selling it to me bro it's just really good and i do that every single day regardless if i've got makeup on or not yeah um yeah wash my face then use those products every day without failure especially the scrub. every morning or at night evening i'd say like after the day scrub yeah. it off um usually just use a cleanser in the morning um just wash your face kind of thing and then i use just e45 cream after the shower and that's it after the so we, after all the boots acid products yeah you'll put on e45 yeah doesn't E45. that block your pores though doesn't that no no it is a thick moisturizer but obviously it's made for like skin conditions and right. stuff like if you've got eczema yeah and whatever and dry skin so it just really really hydrating so I just is that just your face on. then and because it's not yeah and because it's not um fragranced or anything like that, i find i don't really have any issues with it you're not like sweating in the night with it on like no it's no not, um... god it just it just 
Because if I put like, like cocoa butter on, like oh no no, sometimes it just I'm like dissolves into the night. skin. It's really good, and I don't really put anything on my body. I use um, what's this brand called? Soap and Glory. Oh yeah, I use that's soap, a Boots brand. That yeah, is. <laughs> I use Soap and Glory like body scrub yeah. to do my body. With but the I never little really, bits in it, the yeah yeah, the it's like the sugar. But I never really moisturize my body apart from my like legs maybe. But like you said, like at night and sweating and just being minging. Yeah. yeah. So but the, I find like keeping it simple. The scrub is key. If you do anything, use a scrub in the shower. Is that the... Because I've got these exfoliating gloves, right? And mm. they're very harsh. And I think because I've got rosacea slightly in my face, which is like this red yeah, kind of thing. this isn't harsh. You just kind of massage it. No, I don't mind. I, like, yeah. I, I give I give it a real good scrub. Yeah. And then I'll go like... I'll do... Well, I'll be doing it tomorrow morning when I do my hair. Yeah. And then, like, my face will go so red. But actually, the day after... I'll look, my skin will go almost as good as yours and it'll get, yeah. I'll, I'll look like a I ghost. I feel like, yeah, it's this scrub it's really that nice. really it gets, does I think it. it's the dead skin cells. Yeah, and it stops you getting like other spots as well because it gets, um, clears out your pores and exactly. stops the dead skin cells kind of just moves them. So, so what's what's the product that does that for you? Is it the boots acid? It's the face, it's facial specialist, I think it's called. It's like green, like tubs. Facial yeah, specialist. It's really good. And what is it? Like a, like a gel? That you it's not have? a gel. It's like a squeezy tub thing. It's right. like a little, just a little... Squeeze, squeeze, yeah, whatever. yeah, whatever you call it. Sideways. The words are not coming to me. The coffee's gone. The coffee's gone. The, side <laughs> yeah. the sideways quack quack. Yeah, thing. little squeezer. Yeah. yeah. So it's just those two and E forty five. Simple. You need to be sponsored by him, bro. I do. E forty five. Will make your skin look yeah. amazing, <laughs> sexual. <laughs> You're worth it. Clear. Isn't that L'Oreal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, only a few more, bro. Then I'm going to let you go because I think we're both getting a little bit. Oh. <laughs> Stop talking to me. To, like I've, this, this is like a workout for my for my mouth and my jaw. Like uh-huh. it's it's crazy. Um, da, da, da. I think I've asked you that. Do you have any rituals or habits that you've brought over from your yeah, Olympic you asked days? Me that one. Yeah. That you can use day to day. I think I've already asked that. You did. What's your day like? Mm. Kind of touched on that a little bit. Tattoos. I think I've I think I've asked you pretty much. I think I've asked you pretty much pretty much everything. Yeah. Oh, actually, I, I've I've got one question for you. Mm. One question. It's just a silly question, and I think I'm gonna start. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna start implementing this into into like every every guest that we have. Mm. Now you can take some time to think about. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some examples here. Stupid superpowers. Stupid. Stupid superpowers. So if you could have any kind of ridiculous ridiculous superpower mm. what would it be i'll give you some examples while, while you think okay thank you because i know what superpower i would have but i don't think it's stupid right so <laughs> stupid things like this the ability to turn spider webs into candy floss <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't make sense the ability oh, no. to put jelly beans into someone's lungs <laughs> I don't think I've got the imagination. For I know. Trust me, that off I, I, the spot. I don't. I, think it's I hard. Do. It's hard. It's hard on the spot. To be fair, and, and, and so this would be a good one for you. The ability to take the perfect selfie on the first attempt. Oh, that's a good one. That would work actually, and that would actually be a pretty good superpower in this day and age. The ability to bypass hold music. So you know when you're like ringing. I don't know. Oh yeah. Oh, that's a good the one. Water, the water company, or maybe like, who? Who did I ring? I know. I don't know if it's stupid. It can be anything. Yeah. Uh, my superpower would be um, to be able to 
my face just ooze makeup out. Like as in like just my face of makeup is on my face already. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like just wake up and be like, boom. Because it takes girls a long time, yeah. doesn't it? Like, like hours, hair and stuff. Hours. Just be able to just go boom. I'm gonna ride. I'm gonna ride that one down. I think ooze was a really bad word. <laughs> just imagine it oozing out your face. But you know what I mean? Just kind of like... Poof. At first, I thought you meant um, the opposite. So I thought you meant to get your makeup off. off. No, that like can be on. Like in the morning. Just the ability like, to, yeah. to put... Like make, out of your face. Put the, would you say the perfect makeup on? Yeah, go on then. Okay. I, wouldn't, I don't wouldn't know why, why I'm collecting imperfect. these. <laughs> the ability to put the perfect makeup on within seconds. Or instantly. Or instantly. Instantly, the like, like in the morning as soon yeah i think i'd have that same thing with like fake tan like yeah. i don't wear it anymore to be honest because i only wear it because i feel like it makes me look yeah. <laughs> like as good as you you know like the nice like even complexion or whatever mm. but but not anymore is there is there any plug any any plugins where where can people find you uh, they can find me on instagram at rowan cheshire rowan cheshire yep and that's the only kind of platform i really use so i think that's the best you're, one you're, to find you're kind me of on, on off youtube on yeah your... same rowan cheshire on youtube i've got videos on there and hopefully we'll be doing more content on there soon but we'll yeah. see play it by ear <laughs> Anything else you want to say? Any any little? Um, I don't think so. Just any... follow me on Instagram, show support and stuff. Any, appreciated. Uh, have, you, have you got any quotes that you like to you like to coin or anything? <sighs> like, what do you what do you say to your like? Let's say I'm having a if I'm a, if I'm having a PT off off Rowan Cheshire, mm. and I'm like, I need I need to pick me up. I need um I need some words of wisdom. What would you say to me? Or would it depend? Oh, I don't know. I'm putting you on the spot a little bit. Yeah. Aren't I? depend on the person like believe in yourself believe in yourself <laughs> you can do it yeah. just do I'd it i probably say like i don't know be positive what goes around comes around the whole law of attraction and all that it's normally my go-to fully believe in it what so. goes around comes around yeah, yeah. like um, what you, whatever you put out there will come back to you whether that negative positive yeah do you ever used to watch my name is Earl when he had that no. uh, oh i forgot i can't even remember what he had his, he had his list because of karma yeah karma is, is basically what it yeah. is I think that's I think that's it then, Ro. Thank you so much. Thank yeah, you. Honestly, thank you for I really, me. really, I really appreciate yeah. I really appreciate you coming. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what it is? Yeah. We've been talking that long. Yeah, just started we, we've started words. saying the same words. <laughs> yeah. That means we're on the same yeah. wavelength. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, thank you, Ro, and for everyone out there, have a great Christmas. Yep. New Year. Yeah, thanks for having me. You're very welcome. <laughs> Anytime. In fact we want you on again because I, I want to follow up on some of these <laughs> other questions. Yeah, we want you to be on TikTok. 